Welcome to Talking Heads, everyone. <laughs> Episode 130, your once-weekly live show for the latest in beer and tech news. I'm Jeff. I'm John. Welcome to the show. How's it going, everybody, on whatever the heck day in quarantine this is? Uh, what is it, like 33? Uh, allegedly, it's Wednesday, but... <laughs> I'm only on the computer and on the show right now because my calendar said to be. So, other than that, I'd have no idea. Well, this is court mandated for me. <laughs> so, it's doing a community service work yeah. off right now. <laughs> you're, you're just working off a drink driving ticket. That's that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I gotta clean my desk of all the stuff. I didn't <laughs> you know, yeah. some of us come prepared to the show, John. What show? Prepare. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday night or Thursday morning, depending on where you live. Yep. Uh, if you've never seen the show before, this is our once weekly show. We talk for about 20 minutes or so worth of beer or alcohol related news right at the top of the show. We move there into tech talk that usually lasts between an hour and an hour and 20 minutes. And then we finish it with pop culture, games, entertainment, or whatever we decide whatever. to talk about. Sometimes Star Trek. A lot um, of time, Star Trek. I, I don't know where we get that from. It's just, it just happens. Uh, <laughs> uh, we do drink on the show, but we both uh, try to keep the content friendly in both language and content, so to be as family-friendly as possible. Yes. Uh, so. And if uh, if we do go a little off the rails, we usually try to proceed that with a warning. So. Yep, and uh, usually it ends up being toward the end of the show. Yeah, it's so. definitely not in the first hour, unless yeah. Steve's on and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, uh, let's let's start yeah. this off right, unless you got something you want to say first. Oh uh, no, I was just gonna say. So let us know in the chat what you guys are drinking. Again, it doesn't have to be alcoholic. It can be tea, juice, water, non-alcoholic. We'll probably give you a shout out during that time when we're probably about to announce right now what we're gonna have to drink. That's right. Uh, you think after 130 shows, I would start including that in my entry speech, <laughs> in, in the entry intro, introductory monologue. Yeah. That's, but, uh, that, that's the only reason you have us here is to get those little bits that you keep forgetting. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, Scotty in Discord. Holy crap, just realized I've been in lockdown here for 47 days now. First case ooh. my wife saw was March 12th. Uh, Oregon State lockdown happened on the 13th. We did have a show that following Wednesday. Um, was that one remote? I think it was me. No, I think it was No, me. the 11th was, uh, was in person still. Yeah, and then uh, the 18th was remote. That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been since uh, March 13th for us. So thanks for uh, reminding me that it's uh, been 46 days for me now. Oh my gosh! Right? It's it's been a while. Uh, let's get the show started <laughs> off right. Uh, John, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, you know, I I don't know. I got a couple of choices, and there was something I did want to try. Earlier, it's, it's not a big beer, but it is supposedly a flavorful beer. You and I are pretty big fans of Heps, uh, especially mm -hmm. good German Hep. But, you know, yes, banana traditional Hep. German traditional. banana esters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not, so I found one. Uh, I'm going to go get it. Uh, and we'll, I'm going I'm to start off with a Hep. Okay. Starting off with a Hep. I, I can't wait to see this one. The way he introduced it is kind of uh, making me raise an eyebrow slightly. Uh, while he's doing that, we'll give a couple of shout-outs here. Uh, Novella Hub's got Clown Shoes, Fistful of Unidragon, uh, Barrel-Aged Russian Imperial Stout, 12.5%. Ooh, that sounds Ooh, good. I've had Unidragon uh, before, but not Fistful of Unidragon. Yeah. 
Uh, Jameson Caskmates IPA edition tonight uh, from John. Uh, Michael is cracking open a younglings. Uh, let's see. Laying those younglings. That's right. Just like Skywalker. <laughs> uh, Janice Brewing, uh, Ruby Red Kolsch. Oh, I like a good Kolsch. Yes. Not not a lot of people like Kolsch's. I, I am a well, really big fan of a good Kolsch. I, I don't, again, a more German, European style. America still make theirs really light and, yeah. and crisp. And it's, it's just, yeah, I, I like, when it comes to those more lagery type beers. I have like you had, uh, have you had Rogue's uh, Honey Kolsch? No, I don't, th- I, might, I might have a long time ago. It's solid. It, it, it? I mean, it's, it's one of the regulars, but it's pretty darn solid. Yeah. And, and um, I might not have had it just because of the time of like, I'm tired of American cultures and just assumed it was that. I've totally been there too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, John. All right, so I got uh, El Jefe. Uh, it, it, it is a coconut uh, Hefeweizen. So okay, exactly, exactly. Uh, and we we were kind of talking about in one of your last videos in the comments of uh, good coconut beers and trying to taste coconut. And you had the uh, Sandy Yam Private Reserve, yeah, the Gov- Governor's Reserve. Uh, we're talking about that has good coconut. So I'm I'm yeah. curious uh, to see how much coconut is in this Hefeweizen. <laughs> so am I. Uh, Maurice Phillip, first live show in ages. Hope I can make it to the end. Thank you for joining us, sir. Yes. I hope you make it there as well. So uh, what are you going to have? Um, I am going to have, well, I'll stay in on you for the pour, but I'll go ahead and switch over. Oh, okay. um, I have three beers lined up next to me. Uh, I think I'm going to start with a Lift Bridge Brewing uh, Juice Z uh, New England IPA. Uh, the can art's awesome. It's like this, uh, kind of, I don't know what you'd call it. Oh, it's Godzilla. Oh, it's Godzilla. But, uh, yeah. Or, or, or it's, uh, um, what are those called? Um, yeah. Um, not, uh, kaijus. Yeah. Kaiju. Something yeah, like that. Ki- yeah. yeah. You know, they can't, they can't call it Godzilla. So they call it a kaiju, a large yeah. mythical monster. Right. Um, and this one, I don't see an ABV right on it. Um, I think this was in the seven range, Okay. so it, is, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, this is typical five percent. It's I'll tell you what. So far, this smells like a good German half. I don't nice. get I don't get coconut, but I get nice banana esters, some spice, uh, malt, wheat. So, what do you think? All right. It's a it's a good half. It's actually a really good half. There's there's enough spice in there. There's a good body. Uh-huh. It's, cl- it's cloudy. No coconut. No coconut. <laughs> no coconut. No, I'm oh, not just... how I could have guessed. Yeah, exactly. I know. It probably just has coconut flavor. It says with coconut added. I, I don't know where. Maybe it helps smooth it out. You know, maybe if I dig through it and it warmed up a bit. But otherwise, though, if it didn't say coconut and just said hefeweizen. I yeah. think this is a really good Hefeweizen. This is like, oh, Jeff wants to have this. You know, that, it, it, it's good. Nice. But no, no coconut. Okay. Was that one of your uh, Tabors? Yeah, the Tabor. Okay, gotcha. To- totally worth um, buying. I got two of them. Okay, nice. Uh, Skull says the uh, Juice Z is a uh, 5%, so it's actually a, a nice light New England IPA. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and crack that one open here. Uh, by the way, I'm using a RTX voice again tonight. 
I heard so, that. John, John heard that. No one else probably did, though. Although it did splash a couple drops onto my monitor. <laughs> Very light color. There we go. Now I can see. All right. Oh. Well, that's like yellow in color. Oh yeah, that's no, my, yeah. I, I I really. What's funny is mine actually looks like big bold hazies. Uh -huh. It's just super like. I mean, look at that. It's just cloudy, yellow. Yeah. Like what a lot of big, but it's a half. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm really happy. I opened this. No coconut, but I'm really happy because I I'm was kind of getting tired of big IPAs and juice bombs and. I had one yesterday. Uh, uh, um, it was revision, um, and it was just one of those acid burn, you know, hazy. Mm -hmm. I was just like, uh, I mean, this is good, but halfway through, I'm I don't want to drink it anymore. And so I'm, it's and it's getting harder and harder to find these type of beers. Oh, John, yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of this one. Um. It's like a cream IPA. It's, Ooh, interesting. It, yeah, um, like orange Julius meets IPA. That would be delicious. It. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Both, both of those are at five percent, so easy drinking time. Yeah, um, but this is uh, almost creamy in consistency. Um, it's very, very sweet, very juicy. The hops are still there, but mm -hmm. there's there's so much just really, really strong orange notes to it. Um, and it tastes like an orange Julius. I mean, there's <laughs> not, not a lot of other ways to call it. That's good. That is really good. Um, I did have a hazy the other day. I don't remember what it was. Um, but, uh, oh, that uh, the Anchorage uh, Six of Swords. Oh, yeah. yeah. I gave, I, I, did, did I give you that one or did you give Yeah, one? you gave me that one. Okay. Um, I cracked that one open. That was delicious yeah, as well. Yes, it was. Oh, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I that, gave that to you because you spilled the other one. Spilled the other one, yeah. This one I made it all the way through. And I made sure to include the, include the beer review in this one as well. <laughs> so. Okay, so is that for your latest video you were talking about in, your disc, in the Discord? It is indeed. All right, so if you don't know what we're talking about, that's Jeff's Discord. You can get previews to Jeff's upcoming videos and chat with all of us on the Discord channel. But by the way, that uh, PC in question is literally right here. Uh, no one can hear you slapping it, Jeff. I know, that's cool, right? <laughs> I mean, I can. Um, it just doesn't sound proper. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know if I can give a too much of a preview here, but... Oh, there we go. <laughs> you, you can kind of see it. You kind of see it. Let's tell you what. That much of a preview. How's that? <laughs> oh wow, that that corner is really, really sweet looking there, Jeff. <laughs> That's all the preview you're getting, folks. There we go. So, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were, so you're saying you had that? Um, did, now, did you have that beer with the review, or did you have it like after the review? Um, I had that with the review. Okay. Um, and and I and there's going to be a beer review at the end of that video too. Okay. So all right. So yeah. now you were. Uh, um, now did you have anything to drink afterwards? Um, cocktail, whiskey. 
Not right yeah. after. Uh, Not right. <laughs> no, that 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 video took me until eleven thirty to finish the build, and then mm -hmm. the outro of the video I shot the next day. Oh, I figured um, you'd be, be so excited to get that particular video apart and posting. You seem so happy on Twitter that you'd yeah. probably celebrate with like a whiskey or something. Um, I did have an old fashioned during the outro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, I think I opened up the second half of the video by saying to hell with the beer. I want a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of whiskey, though, so we, we've been talking about um, recently with this whole pandemic of how beer events have been do going virtual. A lot of events mm -hmm. in general actually have been going virtual. And, you know, why not? Why not include bigger boys? Why not include a whiskey festival? Let's have a whiskey from home virtual bourbon event that is free to attend nonetheless yes. even better i actually personally signed up for this earlier today did you yes uh, I, I i saw this and i'm thinking about signing up uh it's it's free to sign up so it's free yeah. and they just okay. basically notify you and say hey here's the link um to all the events and it's actually really cool um so it's it's uh starts may 2nd mm -hmm. and it's an east coast thing so if you're on the West Coast, uh, it's going to be a bit early to drink whiskey. Uh, it's going to start at 9 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. I, I so, don't understand. I know. I was like, I was like, for most people, that, that's not early or it's early. But for me and Jeff, I'm like, that's that's just regular working hours. Yeah. That's, it's a drink. Saturday. Oh, it is. Oh, that, that's breakfast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's breakfast, lunch and, and a snack. Um. So, but again, one of the really cool things is it's free and they're going to be streaming all sorts of different rooms. They're going to be streaming through YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, D-Links, uh, Periscope, and Twitter. Uh, so they're going to be doing a multiple uh, streaming service. Um, they're going to be doing uh, all different types of things from cocktail making to food pairing to uh, how to have a taster flight, how to have a taster party at your house. They're going to mm -hmm. walk you through all these cool different things. They're even giving you um, a grocery list of saying, hey, if you want to go out and buy this and and then do this live with us, I I haven't seen anything about like screen sharing, like a, you know, a Zoom, Zoom type, or anything type like thing. That, yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But they're going to teach you how to make cocktails, going to teach you how to how to eat properly, sample properly. And you and you can go and use the exact ingredients that they have. So they gave giving you a grocery list on their website. So uh, I think the the articles has a link in the website to go and register for free, which also gives you a grocery. It's a whiskeyfromhome.com. Okay. So you can go there and they'll give you a grocery list of, hey, here's, here's the whiskey we're going to be using. You're going to need this kind of food. You're going to need this. Uh, they give you even the hosts. Uh, there's going to be seminars. No one from the whiskey tribe was invited to this. Yeah. So they're, they're not part of it. But it's cool. It's a, they have one. A seminar is called An Old Fashioned with a Twist. So if you like old fashioned, you can go and watch that. That's from 105 to 115. Uh, shopping list is bourbon or rye, maple syrup, Agastores, bitters, and uh, uh, Luxata, Luxata, Luxata cherries. Yeah. So it sounds instead of simple syrup, it's probably just uh, maple syrup. Right. So, but so it's cool little things like that that a lot of people don't know. So I, I think this would be really fun, even just to have on in the background, like streaming on a TV. Yeah. It would probably be pretty fun, uh, especially if yeah. you already have like someone like you or myself that have, 
you, you have a much bigger bar selection than I do, but you know, I, ha I have enough whiskey or bourbon too. Like, oh, I can, I can go make that. I can go make that. Uh, two o'clock uh, lunchtime on a Saturday. Yeah, I can have a little cocktail. I can have a whiskey then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I will say I did start quarantine with 14 bottles of whiskey. I'm down to seven. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what size the bottle? Fifths. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the half gallons. No, I have, haven't polished off any half gallons yet. Although I did have to break into my uh, one of my half gallons of Seagram's. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. So I, I, I haven't, haven't restocked yet. I've, I've been yeah. meaning to make time to restock. Yeah, I haven't. Most of my restocking is usually just I go to my one one beer store that I that I go to. Uh, they constantly are cleaning it with bleach now. So it's just like you walk in there and it just smells like bleach. It smells yep. like a, a pool, you know? <laughs> um, uh, my, my local liquor store is call in only. Uh, oh. You have to call in and place your order over the phone and then you will schedule a time to come pick up your order. Oh, wow. So, yeah, nope. it, uh, I, I tried to go there on a spur of the moment thing. I was uh, uh, picking up uh, some pizza the other, uh, I think last week. And uh, uh, started walking across the liquor store, and there's uh, people uh, in line every six feet. I think there were twelve people in line, <laughs> oh so God. the line literally went down down <laughs> the block and around the corner. It's like yeah, I don't think I'm getting liquor tonight. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, the thing, yeah, it's like oh, I'll buy some more beer. Okay, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I have bought a lot of beer because there are a number of places that are doing beer deliveries to my house. So. Oh, yeah, I know. So that's uh, been nice. Yeah, well, you live now a lot closer to all those uh, yeah. uh, breweries. So, yeah. yeah, they're in your range. I keep asking them because there's been a couple times they've, uh, the Vagabond, they are doing um, really cheap keg sales too. Like yeah. 50 bucks for uh, a keg. And uh, without a deposit too. And I was like, can you guys deliver That's insane. to me? It is insane. Yeah. So five, you get five gallons for 50 bucks and they're yeah. even doing, the, and it's all of their beers. They're like, hey, any one of these are 50 bucks. Um, That's so right, because they're, they're just going to expire. They're just going to expire. Because so they've got expire. a two month shelf. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So they're, they're giving, they're selling like Imperial IPAs, not like 10%, but like seven and a half, eight percent. That's some good stuff too. They got, yeah, it, it, everything there is easily drinkable. You know, I was like, oh yeah, I, I'd have that on draft, no problem. Fifty bucks totally. for five gallons. Uh, yeah. But it, again, it's delivery only. Yeah. Um, no, no, that's not true. They're doing pickup, but again, it's a scheduled pickup. And, yeah. And so it's just like, come on, guys, just deliver for me, for me. <laughs> I'll buy two kegs. Yeah. So. Yep. So. Anyway, uh, anyway, moving right along. Uh, speaking of half my liquor being gone, I think that's a great segue uh, to uh, why is the rum always gone, is, is, as John put it. <laughs> uh, and that is uh, summertime is coming a little bit earlier in the schedule for Malibu than they anticipated. They're actually releasing their summer drinks early this year. And uh, these are essentially um, uh, sparkling cocktails in a can. They're they're not seltzers, they're uh, carbonated cocktails. Yeah, carbonated cocktails, yeah. Um, and some some decent flavors there. I mean, I, I like Malibu. I usually keep uh, Malibu Black on hand pretty much all the time. It's my wife's favorite uh, favorite liquor. So 
We've yeah. always got a, a fifth of it around. But uh, strawberry and coconut, lime and coconut, passion fruit and coconut, and pineapple and coconut. I mean, at least three of those I will have done before in cocktails for people or myself. Just be like, that sounds good. Pineapple and coconut especially. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just Malibu classic, right? You can't go wrong. That's Malibu and pineapple juice. How do you yeah. screw that up? Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, so I, I am curious to see now these actually come. Now, they're only 5%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think they're going to be like super boozy or anything like that. Right. I'm then curious to see how much of that flavor does come out. You know, 5% right, but... in, what is that, 8 ounces? I think I think they said 8 ounces. Right, but when I'm making cocktails for for friends at home, it's 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 an ice it's ice filling a, a twelve ounce glass, and then you put a shot you know an ounce to an ounce and a half of rum in the bottom, and then top it with either pineapple or orange juice, and and there's yeah. your your Malibu and whatever you want. Well, and I, I, that's that's a five or six percent drink. It's not I, a real heavy drink. I was gonna say maybe I just don't drink that. Way. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So. Good, 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 good. Splash of juice, good to go. Right. <laughs> yep, I've played poker against you. I understand. <laughs> but I would, I would again, I would try these. I would be curious though of the calorie count. I, I didn't see anything about them being hundred calories or anything like that. Right. Um, but I mean, if they're in the like one twenty calorie range, which is like a lot of five six percent beers are, that's still not bad. Um, and if it does have decent quality, cause I actually do like the coconut flavor of Malibu. Um, so if it actually does have that same artificial coconut flavor that they're using, mm-hmm. I would probably have a couple of these during the summertime. It's pretty solid. Like yeah. Yeah. I, I like Malibu. Um, I, I add it to a lot of my, my tiki drinks that I make. Yeah. Um, I, I make a phenomenal, in my opinion, phenomenal, uh, uh, tiki Mai Tai. That's a traditional Mai Tai, not just your, you know, rum, pineapple, and orange juice with a crap ton of grenadine and sugar in it, <laughs> but an actual lime and rum, and and that's about it, and and some uh, orgeats or an almond syrup, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fantastic in that. So, uh, in uh, some slightly unrelated news, uh, Drake, thank you for joining the Patreon, my friend. Oh, what, that we, we, got, we got a got a new patron in the that, chat. Well, that's related news. Yeah, no, well, it's kind of related. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for joining. Uh, by joining the Patreon, you do get exclusive access to my Discord server, where you can chat throughout the week with myself, John, Rhett, Steve, everyone else here involved in uh, in the show, and uh, over 150 people are are in the Patreon uh, right now. And so oh, it's yeah. uh, it's an ever growing club, uh, and. Uh, Happy to have you. Yeah, I mean, it's like 150 and usually like constantly online. Yes. And just chatting up the huge selection of rooms that are always active. That's the funny thing is there are other channels that I'm part of a Discord. And it's like, yeah, here's a, here's a chat. Here's a chat. And it's only active for like three hours. Yeah. And, and no, this is active. Like you post anywhere on any channel, you're getting responses back and forth. Yep. You know, um, yeah, le- legit. Most of the channels on my Discord are twenty-four hour channels. Yeah, and 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 for only one hundred fifty people on on a, a, a basically a BBS like this, that's an exciting amount of activity that happens on there. It's yeah. uh, by far the most active Discord that I'm involved with. 
Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, a good time. I don't just get on there because I'm obligated to because you guys are paying me money. I literally enjoy doing the chat over there. I, I love the community that's built, even though it's in my name. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, uh, it, it's fun to just be like, oh, I found something funny. I know five or six other people, Patreon, just in this chat mm -hmm. room, that will find it funny. Not just, I got to post this just to stay active, you know, yep. blah, blah, I'm a... I'm an admin, I, I'm a co-host, I got to do this stuff. No, it's it's like, no, no, I'm not here to talk to you. I'm here to talk to these other people that I've made friends with. Yep. So legit a good time. Consider yep. joining if you haven't done so. Uh, you will not be disappointed. I absolutely no. promise you that. No. Um, now we were talking about quarantine though. Uh, and it's been what, you said 41 days for Oregon? Uh, 45 days for Oregon. 45 days. And some 45 days. days. Some of even longer. Have you uh, you seen some of those haircuts that are going out there? The I have. Uh, I, I I think I talked about this uh, very early on in the show, but uh, as of March 11th, my hair was getting very very much out of hand, and <laughs> uh, and it was a couple of days, and there uh, Washington had already done a shelter in place, and they were rumoring doing shelter in place for Oregon, and uh, and I was waiting and I was waiting and I was waiting, and my hair was like beyond like haircut. Um, my hair does this thing where if it gets beyond my ears, it starts to curl oh, where yeah. it's like six straight to this point, And then it just curls. And then it looks like <laughs> absolutely horrible on, on the outside. It's like, I've got landing flaps coming down. Um, but, uh, so on March 13th, I went out and got a haircut. Oh, so like, and, and it's literally the last thing that I did before <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> um, but, like uh, I've seen some of the quarantine haircuts coming around. Yeah, I've seen some of the quarantine haircuts too. I, I um, do a little quarantine beard going on right now. <laughs> I've seen some of that, but um, so it, I guess it's though, a little thick. Yeah. So most of the time, what we're seeing is like the mullet, the straight bangs. You know, people are just like, I, I don't know how to cut hair. I have to admit, bring bring the bowl cut back. Yeah, I, I had to admit, uh, I tried cutting my son's hair, and I was like, I just, I, I should have stopped when I. And I first stopped, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Ah, that's wrong. That's wrong. Oh, crap, I should fix it. And it ended up just being a straight shot across. And, yep. you know, all, all hard angles. It's like, yep. oh, I did it to my son. Uh, did you want some clippers, John? We have some clippers. <laughs> I Well, that's the thing. And then he's like, oh, he's just like, oh, move head around. Oh, stand still. Because <laughs> I, I tried, like, fluffing the back up, too. Kind of like, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get kind of a side side thing going and just do the top you know fluffy no he just wouldn't sit still for that and, and once he has his mindset like you get 10 minutes with him essentially and it, 10 minutes a day so and now i just comb it if i comb it over or something like that or fluff it up it looks fine but it's when it's all just matted down you can still see the the bowl cut yeah um but if you uh, there is if you are in australia and this has happened to you and your hair is starting to look like John's. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's nicer than theirs. You know, okay, hang on. This article we're about to post here. Okay, the first thing I know... John, did you was, read the title of the show? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this first image is not the hairstyle that they are claiming it to be. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm actually curious on seeing this one. That's, now, not a, that's not a mullet. That's not a mullet. So, so, so there's a brewery in Australia, Moondog Brewery, that is offering free beer, free uh, year supply of beer 
for the person with the best mullet in Australia. And, and they're actually even giving away a case of beer to any person who even enters the competition. So all I have to do is tag them. So, but now if we scroll That's down. That's not a bad deal. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, so it's Australia's best isolated mullet. Um, but if we scroll, scroll down, the image <laughs> they show, that's a mullet. It's kind of a mullet. I've, I've seen some of the mullets where they, they kind of lift the front of it a little bit. And yeah. then it, it is the super long in the back, but it is kind of a straight line, or at least it's up in the front, and then it kind of waves back, and then it's a straight line here, and then it yeah. goes, dips down the yeah. neck. I've, well, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, John, Novella Hub says $5 uh, for John to cut his hair into a mullet. No. You think $5 is going to get me to cut my hair? <laughs> I, 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 quite honestly, as much as I would like to say, hey, like 30 bucks will cut John's hair. I don't know if there's a price tag I can get to that John would cut his hair. No. I, I don't no. think there is. No. I mean, I'll, I, I will admit it's going to be cut probably once a barbershop can open, but it's not going to get cut like anywhere short. It's still going to be like, you know, yeah. below my ears. So... Scotty says, I like John trying to defend his mullet by showing a worse one. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) That's awesome. So is John moving to Australia? Hey, I'll do it for free beer. Now that, that I would do. Yeah, there you go. Just go over there and be like, all right, free beer for a year. Okay. (laughs) John, $7. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for the donation, by the way, Novella Hub. Thank you very much. Big Big Spoon, 10 bucks. What do you got? Uh, it hasn't Money's shown up for... on my lower screen and I can't read oh, it up there yet. It's Money's for Hops to do the To Joe do the Joe Exotic. Exotic. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a number, John. There has to be a number uh, that uh, we can get to. Even even your largest day of, of Patreon stuff wouldn't reach it. Boy. So... No. Largest day of Patreon or largest day of uh, YouTube? Uh, 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 YouTube Super Chats. Because YouTube Super Chat has, has exceeded 300 on a couple, oh, yeah. no. on it, a couple it, occasions. It, it would take more than that. It, it would take, I don't know, six digits, probably. Uh, <laughs> my Patreon payout per month exceeds six digits on occasion. Um, if you want to give me that. <laughs> a month's worth of Patreon money. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I, if the views on the video of me cutting your hair into a mullet would justify the month's worth of expense. Although I would certainly enjoy the experience. <laughs> now you're probably going to go talk, I bet Big Big Spoon's going to go talk to Bites and be like, look, we can do a combination video, you and Jeff, and he'll fly in and you shave. We, we got a pony up. Yeah, hold up. We'll shave Nickelback's hair. <laughs> We'll shave Nickelback's hair while Jeff drinks a Bud Light orange. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drink a Bud Light orange if John shaves his head. Uh, no, this isn't, this isn't gonna happen. <laughs> this isn't gonna happen. No. But yeah, All so right. If you well, you we know, tried because you, you do have some fans in, in Australia. Yeah, you, you, I do. So so if uh, hey, let us know if you want to rock a mullet and get some free beer. Again, too, you can even get, uh, where is it? There's a case of the Jean Straub Van Dam beer that they have. Hmm. A free four-pack. So it's not a, a, a six-pack. Okay. A, a free a free four-pack of beer. Still a four-pack. Just, just for entering. Yeah. 
So, I mean, heck, if, if you've already done it, just go take a picture and get a tag and you got a free four pack. Right. So that's not a bad deal at all. Yeah, no, uh, I, I have fans in Australia. I'm drinking buddies with Tech Yes City, and I'm uh, pretty decent friends with uh, with Steve over there at uh, Hardware Unboxed. So Yeah, so, yeah, maybe one of them will do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't think any of them have, have really long hair. Oh, well, I mean... They're, 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 they're all pretty pretty close to the vest, so to, so to speak. You can go get them some, like, hair extensions, and they can take it. <laughs> they just have to, they have to, like, wear it for, like, three... Yeah. Just get, just get some dreads or something. Yeah, just get some dreads. <laughs> yeah, here we go. All right, and uh, last up for the beer news is uh, I wanted to do a little bit of a follow-up. This isn't uh, much of a news item, but it is still noteworthy. Uh, we covered a couple of, well, gosh, probably about a month ago, of yeah. uh, Ryan Reynolds, who uh, is the owner of Aviation Gin, a Portland ginnery, by the way. Oh, we, we throw one down? Oh, you have it. I was just... Showing it off. There we go. We both support. Here we go. Uh, hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. Would like <laughs> this is my to gin. Be. Yeah. I, Ryan, give me a call, buddy. Yeah. Let's let's do something. Let's do I lunch. have a dead. I have a dead. Socially man. distant. Uh, anyway, Ryan Reynolds, owner of uh, Aviation Gin, uh, put up a, a a really cool program very shortly after quarantine started uh, and and right after bars and, and restaurants started to close. Um, because that's actually been happening in Oregon since the beginning of March, since about March 1st. Yeah. Um, but uh, Aviation Gin is setting up a fund where every bottle of aviation sold online during the, the pandemic, they are donating 30% of proceeds uh, to out-of-work bartenders to help them get through to, to be able to reopen. Yeah. Um, which I think is absolutely a a phenomenal gesture. And yeah. uh, very shortly after he went live with this proposal, Aisha Tyler did the same thing with Courage and Stone, which is her uh, pre-bottled cocktail uh, company. Yeah. Uh, they are doing all online sales, 30% uh, donations of that. Uh, as soon as I heard both of these, I went online and I bought a, a bottle of each uh, yeah. just to show support, uh, basically. That and they're pretty good products. Yeah, no, but, I, I, uh, want, I wanted to go buy that that those pre-made cocktails. Have you had have you had those yet? I haven't had one yet. Uh, I I kind of wanted to wait because I kind of want to try them with someone. And, yeah. And my wife's not an old-fashioned or a Manhattan drinker. I, <laughs> so, I, I saw that. I was like, oh, I, even the bottles look. They're sharp. They're they're yeah. glass corks. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're they're really good-looking bottles. They look, now they're not big bottles, though, are they? No, they're two hundred mil. They're they're. Okay. Uh, you know, a fifth of a fifth. <laughs> yeah. Well, they kind they kind of look like something you'd get off a video game, like the little bit of health you yeah. get. Uh, it really looks like a little potion. Type They're kind of like old school mana bottles, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I was just like mana bottles. Um, anyway, update to the uh, aviation gin story is that there was a U.S. only program. Uh, aviation is actually extending that over to the U.K. Uh, basically until the pandemic ends. Uh, this was originally going until, I think, April 15th, but I believe uh, they've both extended uh, the the donation. So basically, as long as bars are out of work, we'll keep donating. And uh, so if you are a fan of gin, if you're a fan of aviation, if you're a fan of helping people out and you'd like to get a bottle of gin for your efforts and for your, your money, uh, toss a little bit uh, towards aviation. And 30% uh, yeah, goes back to bartenders who I'm sure could desperately need the money. Yeah, it, and it's a, it's a really great introductory gin. And even for an advanced gin drinker, it's nice to have around. 
it, I think it's an easy straight sipping gin. Yes. Um, so it, it's a really nice, nice gin. Yeah. For, especially the price point too. It's not it's like 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I got the Ryan Reynolds signature edition. And so mine has uh, an engraved signature on the front of it there. Uh, it's uh, kind of hard to pick up on the camera. Uh, you know, mine just says Portland. Yeah. Yeah, mine, mine has Ryan Reynolds' signature on the uh, on the bottle there. So, uh, so I paid, paid five extra, extra dollars. I was going to say, like, you paid extra. <laughs> I paid five extra dollars to get Ryan Reynolds' signature on the bottle. Um, I have had uh, one ounce out of this, um, but uh, I have a lot of gin on my yeah. shelf. Uh, I have almost as much gin as I do whiskey, um, which is also a dwindling supply as of late. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I think uh, after shipping, it was 43 bucks really? for just the one bottle. Yeah. And, and I mean, so it's a little bit more than than paying in the store, but it wasn't like exorbitantly so. Yeah. Um, no, again, too, it's still it's still a nice gin. Uh, it, it's a very enjoyable mm -hmm. gin. It can be used for cocktails, smoothing. It, it is. I find it to be a sweeter gin than most. Um, aromatic is there, just it is very smooth, easy to drink, sweet yeah. type of a gin. Like I, I honestly think even like Bombay Sapphire smells more juniper than this one does. Yes, yeah. Uh, th this has some botanicals in it, some of that that sprucey, piney kind of stuff, but it's actually very light on that. They're there, and and gin drinkers will appreciate that they're there. But this this reminds me more of like a lemon peel. Um, you know, a, a very pleasant lemon flavor with, with some of those botanicals kind of floating on the edge. Yeah. And so it's a, it is a really solid intro to gin. Um, yeah. and, or like John said, for advanced gin, gin drinkers too. I, I love this gin in, in, uh, in a number of different cocktails. So anyway, that does yeah. it for the beer news. Um, wow. We're 40 minutes into the show. Well, uh, we had a long intro. We had a long intro. Uh, doing it remotely, the intros are a little bit longer, so the shows are going to drag out a little bit more. Uh, that and we didn't have a lot of tech news this week, so we added uh, one extra beer story, and we've been waxing poetic about a couple things. Yeah, it's my show. Get off my back. <laughs> uh, you just about done with yours over there, John? Uh, I mean, I could be. I got like two more, two more decent ones to go. Yeah, that's I mean, kind of where I'm going to. I was wondering if I wanted to jump into the next story, if we wanted to crack the next one open first. Well, do we see only best beer soaked pixel? Yeah, I don't. You know what? It's so funny. I, I swear my string quality went down early on. It 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 did. It, you're uh, uh, you're a little crunchy right now. I the, the audio is great. The audio is great. I don't know why. I just checked my my up. My up was actually at twenty when I peaked when I looked at it. Right. I don't know what's going. It's it's my Logitech. I don't know. I'm blaming Discord on this. <laughs> For the record, John is streaming up to Discord, and we are chatting via Discord. So it's not like even I'm rate limiting him. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. May maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a capture card. I you know. Even if I got a capture card, I bet even if I was going through my. A6400, you'd probably still be like, it's it's still chopped. Yeah. Yeah. And and part of that is Discord. It's a 720 stream to begin with. So it's not the greatest quality remote ever, but it's it seems to be pretty stable for us. Yeah. Um, so it's fine. I mean, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Even on even on Discord, though, when I look at the chat between you and I, 
it's Chris from Discord. It's not mm -hmm. on YouTube. Right. So well, it's Chris know. because all you're seeing is your local USB feed. You're not seeing oh. the, the upload stream. Me, I'm in glorious 4K on my side. <laughs> uh huh. John's going through a C920 right next to my other camera. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they're close together. So when I look at the camera, I'm looking at the camera, right? Yeah. John, I see you. There we go. Yeah, I should I should move my screen over. Yeah, Mr. Uh, sit to the side and slouch. Gosh. <laughs> All right, there we go. All done. All right, what's next? Uh, what are you gonna? I, I did mine first last. All right, um, I'm going with uh, kind of an old standby. Uh, it's an unfiltered IPA, unfiltered double IPA. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a stone. Can you guess it? Uh, well, well, there's wait. Well, unfiltered it's an stone, unfiltered double from stone. Uh, well, I know Enjoy by One One Twenty was an unfiltered one. No, nope. uh, oh no, that, that one was burned this, on one three. Is this the lion, the tiger? I forget what it's called. Something like that. It's a white label. Ooh, you're so very close. Is it? Did it come in that pack? You are so very a, close. I think that's a that's a double. All right, what is it? Uh, fear movie lions. Uh, fear, I know it's lions something yep. something, but yeah, yeah, you had I, it, I, you had it. I, it was I, so I close. Did, yeah. So I knew it. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, that no, that's a good one. It's it's nice, hoppy, hazy. Yes. Uh, it's yeah. it's it's still quintessential stone too because it it has a good aggressive hop to it too. Yes. Um. Yep. Uh, so I'm just going to reuse my glass, so you're not going to get too much. Yeah, too much on the pour action there, but uh, it pours nice and clear, and then all of a sudden it starts uh, hazing up on you. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go. I'll go get mine while you're focused. All right. But uh, nice, thick, creamy head. Very, very dense bubbles. Um, almost reminds me of like a Guinness-style head um, where it is very, very thick pack foam. Uh, big, big spoon. $5 donation. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the party now that Silbro has in the house. Uh, what is Silbro doing in his house? Uh... Right, let's take a look at what civil, civil brew, <laughs> civil. Let's take a look at what civil bro is doing in his house. I said civil brew, I think. What's civil doing? Is he on Discord? It's a. Yeah, uh, for all John's confirmed. Yep. 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 That's true. That's what's going on. Yep. I get throw it. Steve and Rhett don't. Do you know what? I sabotage my own stream just to make fun of John. That's that's what I'm all about. Uh, John. Quintessentially, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me, to be honest. Yeah, I was like, Jeff, you're literally telling the truth right now. <laughs> Fair so, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> this is a LIC beer project, both sides of the rainbow. Uh, it's a... An interesting can art. It's got this flying elephant dragon with uh, um, an interesting skeleton. Did they make that in Minecraft? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly bought this purely 
on the yeah, label. On the label. I will say there was one still frame of the label, and it I would have bought that can too. Yeah. Oh, is there? Am I, I'm getting choppy again. Yeah, you're 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 pretty crunchy. Yeah. What the heck? If I yeah, if you're I even got, dropping frames now. If you're, I got, can I get out and back in? Uh, you can maybe. Should we try this? I mean, we kind of got the time, but. We can try it. Yeah. Let's All go right. and try it real quick. I'll All just right. flip over to me. You can listen to me uh, slurp on my beer for a second here. Ah, and watch me in stereo. Because uh, when John's not on the show, I've got I've got other Jeff, Mirror, Mirror Universe Jeff, that uh, takes over for him. Um... Might as well go ahead and introduce the next article while John is jumping back in here. Uh, and that is that uh, if you didn't watch SNL's uh, cold open this last Saturday uh, on the 25th, um, you missed, number one, a pretty good show, uh, in my opinion. Uh, even for a remote show, it was freaking hilarious. And the editors, the video editors, were having a heck of a time uh, doing that one. Uh, but... Uh, there's an interesting cameo that appeared uh, on the uh, the cold open of that show with Brad Pitt, uh, but it was behind the camera. And that's that uh, the cold open with Brad Pitt was shot on Red's prototype Komodo 6K camera, uh, which is pictured right here in this Engadget article. Um, this has been rumored to be coming out for quite a while, and it's expected to cost right around $5,000. Um, but this is a 6K camera, I believe a full frame, or no, this is a, a an APS-C uh, size camera. Uh, it's an APS-C camera, uh, or Super 35, um, but using RED's all-new 6K sensor. Um, so, yeah, if you want to see kind of what that camera looks like. Now, there was a green screen behind Brad. Uh, it was a very impromptu setup. The audio had more echo than my room does. Uh, so yeah. don't, judge, uh, don't judge a book by its cover too much. But I will say the audio looked, or the video looked pretty darn crisp and uh, seemed uh, to color correct, right? There didn't seem to be anything that was noticeably off kilter. Um they also shot that bit with a uh, a Sigma 50 to 100 millimeter f 1.8 lens, which is a uh, remarkably sharp zoom lens, uh, and uh, basically the the cousin to the Sigma 18 to 35, which is the f 1.8, which is also a remarkably sharp zoom lens. Uh, next camera for Jeff? No, the next camera for Jeff is a Zcam E2 S6, which is the Super 35 S6 or uh, 6K from Zcam. Um, I am pretty much 100% sold on the Zcam ecosystem at this point. Um, I have a Zcam E2 that is my my go-to daily driver camera. It is the workhorse from the channel. I took it to CES this year. It works phenomenally as a run-and-gun. It works great as a studio camera, as an A-cam, as a B-roll camera. Um, it has been everything I ever could have dreamed it to be for the money that I spent on it, which was uh, not an a, uh, an insignificant sum, I will say. It was about two grand for the camera body. Um, but, uh, oh, you're crunchy again. You were looking good, and all of a sudden, you it blacked out, and you're crunchy. Oh, yeah, it kicked me out, and I don't know why. Huh. Oh, there he goes again. Yeah, there we go. Interesting. Yeah, it, uh... Huh. Weird. I'm blaming you, because I don't have this problem with the other two. I know. I, I'm using I'm default settings. Blaming you. 
Yeah, it's like, ah, I saw that, your finger. <laughs> it's, it's the eyes you can fool, but the, the finger's got to be exact. <laughs> well, I'm going to open my beer. I know most people can't see very mm -hmm. clearly. Oh, I, I still get enough to appreciate it. If this is then maybe I'll do a review. I don't know. There you go. Ooh, very tropical aroma. Yeah? Very. A little guava passion fruit yeah. kind of thing, or? Uh, bubble gummy, guava, kiwi, some lime, lemon. There's an interesting, almost soap, though. There, there's an interesting back aroma that it, it's not very pleasant, but it's it's a mix. It's very pleasant up front, and then this, like, right at the back of my nostril, it's like, eh, that doesn't smell good. So we'll see how it tastes, though. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the the body on that is just like uh, pillowy, <laughs> pillowy soft. What? <laughs> what? Uh, sorry, I just I just saw the image in the Discord. Civil, <laughs> <laughs> you win the night. <laughs> I, I, Hands down. I am. I'm gonna save that. That's that's uh, that's great. Oh my I think God. that's a new Twitter uh, Twitter uh, profile <laughs> pic. That has to be. <laughs> it's freaking great. And again, again, if you're not part of Discord, the people I'm gonna retweet that. Are, are awesome. I'm retweeting that. You just make sure to tag me. Add, add it to my favorites right there. Oh my god, that that's fantastic. Uh, follow me on Twitter, and you're about to uh, get uh, this glorious GIF put together by uh, OG, <laughs> my OG over on Twitter, or over on the Discord. That's funny. Or Civil Bro, excuse me. <laughs> Skull says I didn't know I needed that. <laughs> Can we just have 8-Bit John instead? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's I mean, I love it and I hate it time. At least my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, I need a fully crude bridge, damn it. <laughs> yep, no kidding. Again. So, again, if you're not part of Jeff's Discord, it's a fantastic community. Mm hmm. Mm. Anyway. Uh, Fear Movie Lions, uh, great, great, danky IPA. Um, yeah. It is quintessential stone. It is over the top, punch you right in the mouth, kind of a hop flavor. Um, that it's very oily. It, it coats your tongue, but in a way that is very, very pleasant. If you like IPAs, <laughs> yeah, you have to like this. This one is um, like pillowy soft. You taste that weedy body. But the aggressive hop profile at the back end, I don't know if it's balanced out. I, I think this is definitely probably one that needs a warm-up. So it's, so it's citrus wheat hops progression? That's the thing. That that's, what you're that's, that's the aroma. But then you like drink it, and it's like, 
over overly bittering hops and a haze. So it's the aroma is very tropical and almost yeah. a little bubble gum. But then, so you're expecting, oh, this is juicy. It actually tastes more like an old school IPA, very earthy, um, dirt, grass, a little bit of pine, but then it has the body of a really good haze. And it's like a little, a lot of cake, but are yeasty mouthfeel. So it's coating my tongue. It's leaving a little bit of residue on there. So the aromatics and the taste don't, aren't the same they don't work so it's it's good but but it's not like the label is way better than the beer. let me put it down so uh civil's on fire tonight yeah. anyway i gotta stop paying attention to the discord otherwise we're never gonna get through this show um uh, and skull i beat you to that by almost a solid 30 seconds man not doing a show too What's your excuse? Um, anyway, in the clip on uh, on SNL, um, which again is fantastic, and it's linked down in the video description. Um, uh, Brad Pitt played uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, who is uh, the uh, renowned left-hand man to Donald Trump at the moment, and seems to be the only competent person working in the White House on the pandemic response, uh, probably because the pandemic response team was thrown out and canceled uh not to get too political here but uh, uh anyway it seems to be kind of this uh you know eye in the center of a storm that's that's going around him and and kind of the only person that's delivering true facts and uh the the the, the segment was just awesome and at the end of the segment, uh, he pulls off the wig and, and the glasses and whatnot, and he thanks Dr. Fauci in person and, and breaks character. And I thought that was a phenomenal nod to, uh, to a man who's doing some uh, pretty incredible work at the top. Um, but uh, anyway, back to the camera talk. I thought it was <laughs> sharp. I thought it looked great. Uh, there's no real release date or really uh, anything outside or uh, coming from Red themselves that says, yes, this camera is coming out at X date for X price. These are all rumored specs and rumored things, but this segment was shot on a Red Komodo 6K Super 35 camera. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll see if the rumored $5,000 price point turns out to be true. I will say even at 6K Super 35 and $5,000 for a body, knowing Red and their ecosystem you're probably looking 15,000 to get started up because you need to buy the battery backplate adapter. You're going to need to buy the screen. You're going to need to buy this and that. And, and if you watch Linus's video of unboxing the, uh, the red weapons, um, then, uh, you know how expensive red accessories are to clip onto their, the brain and the sensor of the body. Whereas the Z cam, it's literally open the box, plug in a lens and a battery and start shooting. I mean, I needed to add a screen too, but you know, you can add whatever, you know, uh, studio monitor or a remote monitor you want. Um, so, yeah, uh, I like Zcam. I'm going to stick with Zcam for probably quite some time, as long as they're still around. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll never probably buy it, but no, that's cool. <laughs> you said a year ago you'd probably never need to upgrade your camera, too. Look at you now. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Your, with well, your A6400 and your, yeah, and your yeah. Sigma lenses. Yeah, yeah, those are nice lenses. I'm, I'm still learning how to use them properly. Uh, 
So it's getting better. I, I think I, I'm getting I'm getting some cool shots in there every now and then. I, I will say, even though I've moved off of the the Sony ecosystem for everything, but uh, but my like vlogging stuff, which is just an A fifty one hundred and a sixteen to fifty kit lens, um, I, I am super jealous of your Sigma thirty mil. Uh, I I freaking love that lens. No, it's a, it's a great lens. I get sharp, crisp image yeah. from that lens. It, it's basically like I I even switched to like uh, a uh, Canon fifty millimeter with the adapter. Uh, no, that Sigma is still better. Yeah. It's still better. I mean, it's it just the edge crispness is just mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Canon Nifty Fifty is great, but uh, but there is something about that Sigma Thirty, especially yeah. like the sixteen is really good too. But that thirty is just otherworldly crisp. It is, and, and again, uh, and for and for the price, it, it's not. I mean, it's a bit. It's way, It's more than the Canon. Um, and but right. this has. It's just. I think it was like two twenty, so it's not horrible expensive, um, yeah. especially for yeah, two fifty three hundred ish. Ish, yeah. yeah. Depending upon the time of year you buy it, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, no, it, it's a nice lens. I use all of I, that's the lens I usually use for the B roll. Uh, yeah. I'm looking for a good shot, close up stuff, uh, detailed. That's one, and still it's. It's and my setup. It's hard to do because I need. I really need like a bigger monitor. I'm still going off of the Sony um, screen, and uh-huh. when you got a when you got a three inch screen, it's hard <laughs> to tell what every aspect focus. And even when you're using the um, those dots, um, what's it called? I, um, the focus um, area. But anyways, even when you're doing that, it, it's hard to see on the on the three inch screen. So I need to get a bigger bigger one to really pinpoint my focus and it's again you, you know how it is a one-man show a one-man production is hard uh you know you're always like i want to get this b-roll like well i gotta stand behind the camera to do this is this good good shot uh you know moving parts and then mine has moving parts where i have liquid going and constantly moving and bubbles moving i've got to mount a cpu in a set amount of time to match with my slider timer oh yeah I've got a- yeah, so, I've, so it's not like I'm not moving either. I'm I'm moving camera and equipment at the same time. Yeah, and I've got to sync all those up. So yeah, no, it, it's it's and it's, again yeah. too without with a one man production, it's hard. It, it, it's fun, but it, it, it's fun when you get it. It is su- and it's super gratifying when you get it right. What's going on now? Look better. Uh, no, no, no. Bite my bits. Two dollars six cents. Nickelback looks better in one forty four p. <laughs> Good thing it wasn't around earlier. He might have actually paid that amount of money to shave my head. <laughs> He's been beckoned. He's been following me everywhere lately. It's like he he doesn't have any anyone else that he can talk to, so he just rides my coattails. Ah, uh, so annoying. <sighs> this guy, <laughs> telling you. Anyway, I think we've stalled it long enough. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, kind of the biggest biggest news of the week, and that is some uh, potential uh, AMD 4000 series desktop-related uh, news. Um, Very kind of related. Right. Uh, well, jumping over to... Uh, uh, so this article comes from Digital Trends, uh, and they're talking about basically Zen 3 as a whole. And part, most of this article talks about their recently released and some of their upcoming mobile hardware, the, the 4800H, the 4900H, the 4500U, 4600HS, 
Um, so there's a lot of different parts that are going out and about right now. Um, and, uh, and they're basically just rehashing AMD slides based on the performance that they expect and the, the power and, and, or power consumption and battery life on, on their reference based laptops. And it's like, you know, I, I've, I've seen all this before. I've seen the song and dance. I heard it at CES. I've seen it from, from MSI with their laptops and it all looks great. But, um, if we scroll down here, quite a ways there's a little bit on ryzen 4000 desktop ironically enough putting in putting in into a an 11.5x uh intel slot uh by the way uh i i am very very welcoming but i i don't think you should uh put a pinned socket into a pinned chip it's probably not the best way to go uh, anyway, uh, they break into a little bit of AMD 4000 desktop talk and, uh, the release of their upcoming X670 motherboards. Uh, so this is going to be the, the newest Zen 3 compatible motherboards, uh, the, the enthusiast style motherboards coming out. Um, this is going to be a seven nanometer, seven nanometer, seven nanometer plus architecture. Uh, so a little bit of uh, refinement to their existing seven millimeter architecture that's on the Zen right. two CPUs uh, that we know and love in the 3000 series. Um, and uh, possibly add, uh, it's gonna unify the, the cache. That's the, the big change right here. So if you're looking at the center picture, it's going from two 16 megabyte caches to unifying the cache with a 32 megabyte and up cache instead of split 16s. Um, so basically there's going to be quite a bit of refinement to that IO chip, uh, possibly dropping the IO chip from 12 nanometer millimeter. Why can't I say millimeter tonight? Seriously. Um, well, that's like me saying uh, HTC or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the VR company, THC is. Yeah, the VR company, THC. Whoa! <laughs> hey, now, now that's a great partnership. THC with HTC. Which you see, right? That that's a match made in heaven, right there. <laughs> One of you has to change your name. <laughs> um, but uh, a lot of the work, I think, for for Zen three is going to be that refinement of that I/O chip, rather than the Zen processors themselves, with the Zen chiplets themselves. Um, in that, we're going to see a little bit more unified on. Uh, uh, architecture on the cache, probably shared cache across all of the chiplets rather than splitting them off to, you know, one chip here and one chip here. Um, and uh, that can only lead to better performance as kind of the, the cache has been the secret sauce that has let AMD catch up in single threaded performance up to Intel. Um, but uh, the interesting nugget here was that X670 boards are expected to launch in Q4 2020 which yeah, is so. very, very interesting. Well, that's what's stated now is the thing. So you, you, don't, you don't know. Possibly the warehouse might be a little short. It, it may be, but, uh, but right now, this, this article was for, is from two days ago. Yeah. But the um, HTC plus THC equals THX. <laughs> from Skull. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, 
But uh, this, so this article is only from two days ago. So this is going off some pretty recent information, although take it with a grain of salt because they also tried to put an AMD chip into an Intel motherboard. Um, <laughs> again, there you go. Uh, but there's an anticipated launch of the X570 motherboards in Q4 of 2020, which would put it sometime between, you know, October, November, December of this year. That would mean a pre-CES launch of X670 motherboards and associated processors. That would include Zen 3. So are we going to see an October launch event? Uh, you know, which is typically when they've been launching their Epic and Threadripper style CPUs. Are we going to see a an October style press conference that says Zen 3 desktop and RDNA 20 chips are also on the way? Right now we have uh, uh, Navi 10 based GPUs, which is the 5700 XT, uh, the 5600 and the 5500 based uh, GPUs. Uh, there's also speculation that at the same time, they are going to release their their big Navi, Navi 20. Uh, and uh, that's supposed to go blow for blow with 2080 Ti and whatever's up next gen for NVIDIA. So kind of some big news there that uh, we didn't think we were possibly going to see this until probably CES. And all of a sudden now they're pushing for like maybe a month 10 announcement. As, as is pretty typical of AMD. But like I said, that's been relegated towards Epic-based chips, not towards the desktop kind of stuff. So I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of excited for, you know, number one, some news to actually finally drop this year as uh, this has been the year of cancellations, not the year of yeah. increasing your timeline or shortening your timeline, rather. Sorry, I'm still trying to do my... <laughs> this is kind of... Ignore the camera. Your audio's fine. I don't care about your video. You're I, not that I, good looking I, anyway. I, I care. It's not about really? me. It's about, it's about, it's a, it's about presenting you? what I my beer looks like. I do care what I look like. John, I've seen you on a Tuesday morning. You don't care how you look. <laughs> yeah, well, you just rolled over as well. We don't talk about that. You said we wouldn't talk about that. <laughs> I don't like this beer. Really? I do not like it. It's 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 super acid burning. Um, mm-hmm. There's some really actually cool like. Although I well, I will say I'm getting some really cool ideas for like shots. Yeah. But uh, um, it's super fine bubbled, and it just it it's not pleasant going down the throat, and it's leaving that burning sensation. Yeah. And uh, what was really funny is uh, I was going to mention when I was reviewing the Anchorage one uh, a couple days ago, uh, the really funny thing about that review is I said, this is a hazy beer. This is the New England style beer. And uh, and it's thick. And you can yeah. taste some of that lactose and that creaminess that comes along with that. Um, and I said, but this one is one that's not really offensive. It has all of the good hallmarks of that New England style IPA and yeah. all the characteristics that you're looking for in it. But it doesn't have that acid burn and the burn is, and, and what little acid burn is there is not detracting from this beer at all. Yeah. So I posit you this. I don't know if this is just genuinely a good beer or if I'm just getting so used to drinking the New England style because I've been forcing myself to try to like them that I'm starting to enjoy them more. No, no, no. That, that's because I, I gave you that one. That's a quality. 
because uh, I had it before and I enjoyed it. I was like, Jeff. And I hoped it was because I gave it, it really, really good marks. No, that, that one's a quality one. No, there are, pl- I think, I think though, because most of our biggest complaints were about a year ago. And I, especially the Pacific Northwest, a year ago, the hazy beers were still at its And I think a lot of people learned how to dial back just dumping pounds of hops to it to where they learn yeah. the ratio of, hey, we can still get the exact same amount of flavor and aromatic with, you know, pounds less yeah. um, if we just add it during this time and this boil. Interestingly I, enough, there is such a thing as too many hops. Yes. Oh, oh I, I have even done a beer. I, I did one for five gallons. I did, I called it 11 stone. And I did 11 different hops. Or 12 stone. I did 12 different Okay. I did 12 ounces of different hops for a five-gallon beer, which is a lot. So, yeah, uh, an ounce of every hop that I had in my freezer at the time, it turned out horrible. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was just like, and I even like. Maybe pare it down to like four ounces and make a 12-hop beer? Yeah, ex- you know. Because uh, because Rogue does their, their hop series. They do their six-hop, yeah. seven-hop, eight-hop, nine-hop, ten-hop. Yeah, and those are all very, very well balanced. Well, that's uh, so I know it, it can be done. It's 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 hot, but then they don't tell you how many how many equal ounces of each hop they do. So they yeah. can say, you know, I don't. I I think the rogue ones aren't equal portions of the ten hop. Right. So mine was equal portions. It was one ounce of twelve different hops, whether it was bittering, aromatic, or or whatever, or just yep. some kind of just hey, we'll just call this a hop. Because I had a couple wild hops. Um. Uh. So. So. Sorry to interrupt you here. Uh. Becky yeah. Poo says so. The beer may be terrible, but what type of glass is that? That Pepsi. is a uh spyglass. Spyglass. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah. Actually, I was actually looking at glass or So technically, these are these are the new beer tasting glasses because they have the thin body at the top or bottom. Sorry, and a, a bulb at the top. Providing more of an aromatic um, experience and brings up the aromatics. And actually, technically, I should have used this. This is a uh, a stout glass. I should have used this one, which has ridges on it, which uh, helps move the carbonation up and gives you more aromatic. But it was dirty. Uh, base, basically, what they've done is they've taken the same concepts of a Glencairn whiskey tasting glass and they've mm-hmm. applied it to a beer. They just um, stretched it. I- exactly. They, they stretched it out. They gave it a little bit thinner bottom because you obviously have a lot more liquid to hold. Um, but it really does actually help cycle that beer up. And then the, the shape of the glass actually helps funnel the aromatics directly into your nose. I know it sounds weird, but there's actually some fluid mechanics behind all of that all of this shape that do back up. You smell the beer and the whiskey better in a glass like this than in an open rocks glass or just an open pint Pilsner glass. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, no. Um, but technically, like, if you're going to have a Pilsner, you'd want a glass thinner mm-hmm. like this because you want, what it does is it forces more carbonation and the body to be very thin and forces it straight up because... Yep. Pilsners and lagers don't have a whole lot of aromatics, so they're trying to get it forced and pushed right up. This is more of a floral flow and to stay consistent. 
Um, the nice part too is the grip actually helps. Also, one of the things I learned out is to help warm the beer warm up. up. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but you're warming the bottom up, and then as you're drinking it, also as you're drinking it, it creates a bubble, uh, probably similar to the whiskey, but it creates that bubble which helps continue keeping the aromatics going. Yeah. So. Yep. The whiskey, not so much. It's smooth all the way through. Uh, yeah. And so you're just rolling it in the glass, whereas that one you're actually agitating every time you, you Yeah, I, I I thought about doing a video on different glassware, but the problem is, I mean, like, it's so nuanced that I, an average beer drinker, they don't care. They honestly do not care. It's The really average beer dull. drinker doesn't, but I would also say you don't necessarily cater to the average beer drinker. You're, no, you're I, catering to beer drinkers who are looking up beer reviews on YouTube. Yeah, true. <laughs> True. Well, so, I, I, I think I think mine's also it, came to be a bit more energy too. Of like, oh, that's a character. Well, you yeah. try. I try. I try. I mean, there, there's. <laughs> I, I try to do something humorous. I mean, I don't. Know. I think I'm entertaining. <laughs> Somewhat. My 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 three year old son likes watching me. <laughs> uh, big big spoon, two dollar donation. Uh, hops, chug beer and boot and bite my this cord is bzzzt. Is best. Oh, uh, bite my bite my this. Bite my Discord. So I'm I'm assuming he means bite my bits. Discord is best. Yeah. Which the fact that you already subscribed to his and then you subscribed to mine, Big Big Spoon, leads me to believe mine might be a little better. Well, I you were I'm looking a, for something more, I'm, and you found I'm, it. I'm a Patreon on uh, Bite just because I was like, oh, I, I like the guy. Too. Got some good videos, some some good content. I mean, I don't really need to see a video on a on a. Oh no! Vacuum. Where did John go? We seem to have lost him. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't need to see videos of a vacuum or him like trying to put Dremel on, on his wall or anything. That doesn't really cater to me. But whatever, it's kind of cool. But the Discord, nowhere near as active as yeah. as craft. So, I mean, I constantly post a beer picture on there. They're like, it's not Bud Light Orange. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. You're stupid. stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. like, stupid. Bud Light Orange, the only way to go. Basically. Bro. 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 Yeah. <laughs> a little simple. Why, why are you pouring that beer into a glass, bro? Yeah. Drink it. Ah. Uh... Oh right, let's. Uh, you want to? Where are we at? Where? Okay, we can we can hit AMC. It. AMC News. Yeah, but uh, yes, AMC News. So um, with with all of this going on, there has been an upsurge. This I, I I do you want? I can talk about it if you don't care. <laughs> I don't even care at this point. Uh, well, so with the whole pan, I'll just call it the pandemic. Pandemic. pandemic yeah. So I will say, I, I do notice YouTube's not uh, promoting my video tonight. We only have 50-something viewers at peak, 68 viewers at peak. Usually yeah. I'm close to 200, so uh, YouTube's doing something screw with my promotion lately. Did you Thanks. did you mention something in the comments or in your, what's the title? Uh, title is nothing offensive. Oh, that's it. Yeah, nothing in the um, yeah. uh, uh, called description. Yeah, there's nothing in the description. Uh, there is COVID-19, but it's related to the aviation announcement. That's the only time I mentioned it. There's and also Dr. Anthony Fauci. 
Yeah, that's, that's it right there. I'll, that's probably I'll the red flag. That's yep. the red flag right there. I'll guarantee yep. you said COVID-19 and Dr. Anthony yep. Fauci. And boom. Yep. Flag. Boom. Demonetized. Yep. Pretty much. I would Get off my that. platform. Um, so, but speaking of the COVID-19, um, there have been movie releases. And they, especially the ones early on in March, there were a couple of, I wouldn't say they were big blockbuster ones, but... You know, it was the Trolls movie. If you have kids, they particularly like that movie. Uh, Trolls 2 with Justin Timberlake and I forget what the actress's name is. Apparently it was a semi-successful cartoon in 2017. The sequel came out uh, now, and they decided instead of going to theaters, they did a direct-to-digital release. And a couple other um, movies that were supposed to be done did the similar thing. And what ended up coming out was pretty successful, actually. I don't know if it was just because people were wanting stuff content to watch or if these movies were actually pretty good. But what it kind of did was cut out the middleman. It cut out the theater uh, and for them taking a cut of the profit that they usually do. So, um, for example, Trolls 2, this cartoon, this animated cartoon that for the first one only profited 70 what, 70,000, 70 million? That, I forget. But, um, and that was after 77 million. And that was after the theaters took all, all of its revenue. So it profited, it grossed 154 million. And so the, the, but the studio only took in 77. Well, with direct to consumer digital uh, downloads or digital rentals, I should say, this new version of trolls took in a hundred million within three weeks of its premiere with mm -hmm. that universal has stated that from now on all of their uh stuff will be my son wants to say night night buddy hi buddy sorry john someone wanted me to replace you with a picture of the duras sisters so i went ahead that, and did that that's so. Here, Jeff, you want to take over for just like two minutes? Got it. All right. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, so Trolls uh, made way more money on uh, the direct-to-sales uh, DVD sales and, and obviously merchandising that they did off of the actual video production and, and theat theatrical releases that, uh, of the movie. Um and that was already kind of like a brewing topic in Hollywood and with a number of different production and studio companies. Um, this pandemic has kind of brought that to the forefront of the argument because right now theaters are closed. And so pretty much every single production and, uh, and distribution company has gone ahead and decided we're gonna go ahead and release our, uh, our movie digitally right now. Uh, and so... Um, I think uh, Disney was actually one of the first. They actually uh, bumped up the release of The Rise of Skywalker to uh, digital, I think by, uh, what was it, four weeks? It was it was over a month, I want to say. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, just said, hey, because you're not going to be able to go out and buy the DVD here, you can have it on digital right now. Um the there's been a number of movie releases that all of a sudden they said they were in theaters for a week and then they cut the theatrical release and just released them on digital. Uh, there's some that were planned for theatrical release that are only releasing on digital right now because of the pandemic. 
Um, because of that, it's brought along a new kind of paradigm of how this industry is going to be working. And NBC Universal is kind of at the forefront of this. And they have said that from now on, we will be simultaneously releasing uh, our movies, both for digital consumption. So selling you a, either a digital license to watch it on whatever their streaming platform is, or maybe some kind of subscription service. And we will do a theatrical release. Uh, and, uh, and then later on, we will release it for physical medium. Um, here's the, the catch is it's also going to hurt the, the cinema or the, the theater companies quite a bit. So your AMCs, your Cinemarks, your whoever else, I don't even know. Um, but, uh, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Sir. All my, right. My... Thank you. Thank you, Dura sisters, for taking time out of your very busy schedules to uh, join me here on Talking Heads. I sincerely appreciate it. Sorry, my 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 three year old just assisted. I took him. Yep. 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 Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, this is obviously going to hurt the theaters if all of a sudden they're being, you know, kind of introduced to the mistress if you will of uh of of the entertainment industry which is digital consumption on demand in the comfort of your own home um i think i've talked about this on the show once before um i was a season ticket holder for oregon football for six years i want to say um and my dad for for almost 20 years before that um he, he had his seats and then when i got old enough to start you know i i'm moved away and well not didn't live in the same area anymore. And so I bought my own tickets and started going to games on my own. Um, I bought tickets for six years. Well, all of a sudden Oregon went to the national championship game. Well, I bought the $450 general admission for a pair and you see all seven home games and two or three of the home games usually suck. You know, we're playing Portland state or we're playing, you know, New Mexico state or whoever the, the little sisters of the poor was at the time. But then you also got to see your Stanford, your Washington, your USC, your, you know, docks, you got to see the, the big Civil games War. as well. Yeah. Right. Your Civil War. You also got to see those games as well. And so it really wasn't a bad deal for 450 bucks to, to spend seven Saturdays down in Eugene watching football. Uh, the problem with it is it takes your entire day, uh, regardless of what time of day the game is, unless it's a 7.30 p.m. kickoff. Uh, if it's a 12.30 or a 4.30, it doesn't matter. You're in traffic for two to three hours, um, either getting down there or coming home. One of the two, you're going to get be caught in traffic. Um, you're spending five or six hours there at the site, and then you're you're driving home. And so whatever plans you had on that Saturday are just gone, yeah. um, which to it's me wasn't a big it. deal for 450 bucks to get live entertainment and, and go to the game. However, very shortly after Oregon went to the national championship game for the first time, uh, the ticket prices started, well, I don't say started creeping up. They were already starting to creep up. They literally more than doubled. Uh, I went from paying $450 for a set of general admission sick tickets for seven home games to the price jumping to $1,250. Bucks. And I stepped back and I went, $1,250 bucks buys a really freaking nice TV. So I bought a TV. And I've watched every other game from home. <laughs> yep. 
And and uh, and and it was like it's no longer worth me spending my money to go out and view that entertainment at that level because number one, I get my entire Saturday to do whatever I want minus the three hours that I'm watching that game. I don't have to sit in traffic. I don't have to buy concessions. Uh, you know, I was already spending twelve hundred dollars to go anyway because you buy the hot dog and the ciders and the the kettle corn and whatever else you're getting at the games. And, and, you know, you're only spending 75, 80 bucks to get in the door, but then you're spending another hundred bucks on food. Yeah. Um, and for what, you know? Uh, yeah. Three hours and, of entertainment and then being stuck in traffic for two hours. Right. For, for three hours of entertainment and nine hours of, of other stuff. And, and all of a sudden I went, you know, 1250 bucks buys a really nice TV. And so I bought myself a 55 inch 4k, 120 Hertz screen. <laughs> And I've never looked back. Um, the same thing might happen to the cinemas if all of a sudden we go basically away from the cinema model to direct-to-DVD models. Well, um, you know, my, my other thought on this article was that I do wonder if that because... So my initial thought was actually more of uh, or a slightly different approach was kind of the Netflix. Now, Netflix... Seems to approve anything, but with movies like Troll, when they're usually, yeah, they're going to make a mild profit. They're not going to be no Toy Story, you know, Disney, you know, bring in cash cow. But if because they're not having to share the profits, there might be even more movies being bankrolled to be pushed out. So this might even be better for the movie industry or lower paid actors because, I mean, the one big thing for movies nowadays is I want to see the big actor. I want to see the Ryan Reynolds, the Brad Pitt. You know, I want to see these big name, act, the, the Robert Downey Jr., the Marvels, these big actors. And, you know, it, it's costing them X amount in these budgets. Well, this might actually even drop down the prices because the the theater or, or the theaters might be able to bring in more because they're not having to cut the theaters in on the prices. So we might be even seeing more bankrolled movies, more things, more good projects or diverse. I shouldn't say good, diverse yeah. uh, projects coming out. Because I mean, the, you take a look at Netflix as movies popping in left and right. What also big named actors and directors behind it, but it's more like their pet project. And a lot of people kind of disregard them because, oh, it's a Netflix, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. Um, where this, if it is a universal production and it's coming off of their, possibly they might even create in a couple of years their own streaming service of mm -hmm. where, hey, you just pay a month subscription of, or, or, or it's a free app and here's all of our rentals, but it's only on our site you know, something like that. It's, it, to me, it's really interesting that the theaters sell one argument. And, and this argument has been around literally since the day I've been born and, and all the way back to drive-in movies is that theaters only make money off of their concessions. Concessions, yeah. Right, that, that's the argument. Yeah. That. But also I see NBC Universal saying that Trolls 2 uh box office 156 million and the studio only saw 74 of that exactly yeah you, you, someone's lying in this situation that oh, money I, went somewhere i i i assume when they say the session i say that's 
probably majority of their concession. I mean, because there's popcorn doesn't cost $13. Let me, let, let me be the contrarian. They're making money on concessions. They're probably also making money on ticket sales. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, like, when, okay, let's even, not confuse even, that. Even, even when we were, you and I were probably dating, or even before we were dating, when we, when were, we were dating, dangerous, not uh, our wives. Say our wives. What the hell? <laughs> well, we were talking about sleeping together. Uh, it's past 10, right? No, it's not. Damn it. Okay. We're, I can't... we're at 930. <laughs> John, we can't. I'm John, you said you wouldn't talk about that. <laughs> um, um, even before we were dating our wives, I remember Thank ticket you. prices. Ticket prices were cheap. I mean, we're cheap. talking $7, $8. They're what? 25? No. When, when I was dating my wife, it was 450 yeah, you know, I, I, my wife in Eugene, there was a dollar fifty theater. I was like, and it was a Cinemark week Twelve. Yes, exactly. A week, it was like two weeks. That's where after, I grew up, man. Uh, two weeks after the uh, the the movie came out, it was there. Like, oh yeah, I'll wait two weeks. I'll yeah. just go to that. I don't. Care. Yeah, it was I, the buck fifty movies. They still had full concession stands, but you'd yeah. pay a buck fifty to get in. They didn't care who was coming in or how many tickets they sold. It's like. Uh, you know, let me take your ticket. You'd give them one ticket and six people would walk in. They'd go, okay, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they didn't and, it care. Was, and it was right next to the food court. So you just like step yeah. your face and go in there. It's like, I don't yeah. need concession. Totally. Best, by, by the way, I have to say best Mongolian grill. I, I have to say they had a Mongolian Ooh. grill that was so good there. That, uh, that and, one is okay. Have you been to Chang's in Salem? Yes, no, I've been to Chang's. No, no. So here's the difference. Here's the difference. The difference between that the Mongolian You're starting grill, to piss me off. You're starting no, no. to piss me off. <laughs> no, no. There, so, you know, Chang's has... I've been to Chang's multiple times. and then this I love one, Chang's. One of my this favorites. One, this one blew my mind because it was cheaper than Chang's. It, it, set, it was set up just like Chang's, but really tiny. You, mm -hmm. you, pick, up, you pick up a bowl, two bowls if you no want. No one knows what we're talking about right now, by the way. <laughs> and, 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 so, and you just fill up your sauce and, and your meats, your proteins, and your noodles, whatever, your veggies. And they cook it on that giant skillet wok thing. Yeah. It's where Chang's is concave outward. And you see all your juices kind of like slide off, right? Where this one was in cave and it stuck in there and all the juices swirled. And when you got your plate, it was just browning in that sauce that you made. See, see what the, the Mongolian there in Gateway was, was actually more of a wok style. Yeah, uh, uh, there's also a walk-in at uh, Wilsonville, and they do a very similar. They do a uh, similar style of cooking. It, yeah, it's it's more like they they call themselves Chinese. Yeah, it, it's the walk-in, and it's a Chinese style restaurant. But, but yeah, it's they it's, it's the stir fry style, you know, yeah. shaking the soy sauce and and everything in the inside the wok. Inside the um, wok, yeah. But uh, I just learned to drown my stuff in 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 the liquids, and uh, yeah, and and you get a. Really, really party oh, no. meal. I, I have spent years. No one knows what we're talking about. I, I know, but I have spent years trying to find one the exact teriyaki sauce that they use at Chang because it's thick and it's way more it's thick than good. anything else. Oh, it's God, so good. it's good. And I cannot find those rice wraps. They're yeah. thicker than anything else I've ever seen. And they say they don't make it in house. Mm -hmm. um, I've never seen any distributor do it because the Basically, you're making your. I own bet we could roll. ask Cash and Carry, and they may they may know. I, I asked, I asked, I asked because I I so I I asked them, and they're like, "Oh no, we we that's just a rice roll." And I'm like, "The ones you have here, they're not those. The best, 
essential Asian burrito you could ever have. Oh my God. Uh, Civil Bro says 56 people now know where to get Chinese food in Oregon. That's exactly right. Yes, exactly. No, it's 100%. It's the best. It's, it's like now, uh, there, there's Lee's Kitchen in Springfield. That's an, that's an amazing Chinese place. Yeah. Um, there is Cheng's Mongolian uh, uh, right next to Lancaster Mall in between Lancaster Mall and Target. On, it's, a mi uh, it's a micro chain. There's like three in Oregon. Yeah, there's three in Oregon. There's one up in uh, Glen... Tiger. Or, uh, there's one yeah. in Tiger. There's, there's one in Oregon City. And there's one in Salem. In Salem, right. Tualatin, um, sorry. Or yeah. But uh, but yeah no that that one is phenomenal I love going there and you eat free on your birthday so. yeah, it's free it's free on your birthday it is yep. a bit spendy though but it, it's all you can eat so it, yeah. it's 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 nineteen bucks per person yeah. all you can eat yeah no and it's it's, all, it's nine bucks per person is it no yeah. it, lunch it's, it's 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 seven fifty for lunch and I think it's nine seventy five for dinner no it's way more now. No, I went there just the other day. It was 30 bucks for my family to eat. It was 30 bucks. Anyway, uh, anyway. There's, also, there's also Chen's Family Dish. They have a, a one in, in Lincoln City, one in Dallas, oh, I want to say. And then there's another one uh, uh, more towards the valley. But uh, that is some of the best Chinese food I've ever had as well. There's so. seven in Oregon. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're bigger Two, than I thought. Two in Beaverton, Tiger, Milwaukee, Portland, Gresham, Salem. Yep. So, um, but yeah, uh, great, great. Honestly, if if you're looking for fresh Asian food, not not Thai, but more Chinese oriented, you can make your own sauces. Good. So go there. Good. Go go so there. Good. So good. You get a fresh. I think I've tweeted out pictures from my meal there, and it's yeah. it's amazingly good. It, it's anyway, so good. anyway, let's um, move yeah. on. Let's, Let's move on. We got way off track on that. One. Um, yeah. So uh, we both, Jeff, you and I both own switches, right? Yes. We know, we know a number of people that own switches. I enjoy Nintendo Switch. I think it is a revolutionary gaming platform. I love um, it. I love console. the platform. Yeah, I, I really. It is not your big hardcore gamer. It is like basically you're on the go. I want a really good handheld game that I can play on my TV or go. And it's it's that perfect medium balance. I right. I think Nintendo just really knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I'm not gonna go play no you know modern warfare on this thing or anything. But like that. decent performance with amazing uh, portability. Yes, exactly. And that's and what I want out of a handheld. It doesn't yeah. have to be a a triple A you know The Witcher three or anything like that. Yeah. But at the same time, we still have you know Skyrim and. Yeah, we're still, and, we, and and even the the AAA Nintendo items, Animal uh, Crossing, Breath of the uh, Wild. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, was it the Nintendo or uh, Metroid Prime Four was just announced? Yeah, that's uh, coming out next uh, first quarter of next year. <laughs> I really want that. What's going? On? Scotty um, says, "You guys suck." Now I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm hungry now too I'm because hungry. those are my favorite restaurants. Um, oh. Every time I have to drive through a couple of these towns, I go through and pick up Chinese food. Whether I'm hungry or not, because I will eat it. Yes, no. Uh, there was so the last time I was on, I was so craving Asian. I went and broke down and stole my son's twenty-five cent top ramen and like concocted uh, a bunch like a of teriyaki chicken. 
Yeah, exactly. And I was like, this is so good. <laughs> See, like, I, I, I make my own uh, teriyaki burgers and I make my own teriyaki sauce. And, oh. uh, and, and so it's, it's a real thick, real thick, hearty teriyaki sauce like you find over at Chang's. Yeah. And, uh, and, th and that's how I do my, my teriyaki drizzle for my burgers with, uh, with a pineapple ring on top. And oh, it's so good. Teriyaki sauce is great. Pineapple. <laughs> Those but, are teriyaki burgers, man. Uh, but um, so the, the other great thing about the Switch is that these third-party smaller companies are able to develop really awesome games and a, a, a really cool platform then to just launch. I mean, we're getting so many of these small developer companies that are doing it. Well, what happens when Nintendo launches your game without you knowing it? Well, that's what happened, essentially, to a RGB, uh, RPG game, uh, the individual, Indivisible. I personally never played it. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, but that it looks so, like a, a, a traditional JRPG, you know, Final but, Fantasy, Chrono Trigger kind of style. Yeah, Chrono Trigger, but it, it looks like it has a bit more like the the anime graphic, yeah, type thing, and, and so a bit more updated. But I guess uh, as of yesterday, it has been available in the Nintendo Store, mm -hmm. and the development company didn't even know about that they got released. They went, "We're on the Switch." Yeah, like. What? Huh? Uh, <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> so um, they they ended up tweeting out that uh, our team found out because on Twitter sent us congratulations. I had no idea. <laughs> so they um, went. It's a really it's a really lovely post, but we didn't make it. And also, they used a very early build, so it doesn't have co op or multiplayer or some of the additional features and single player levels that we added into the original game. So. Yeah, let's go. And then, and then I guess Nintendo <laughs> and is not representative of the quality that we push out of the studio. End quote. Yeah, and then uh, Nintendo even used like an old, outdated image cover uh, of it in their store. Yeah. Um, but the best part, though, it's twenty percent off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you can go get it now, and it's twenty percent off for twenty three ninety nine. Um, but I guess though, I did, I did. I think it wasn't this article, it was another one. Nintendo is, it was a third, uh, a second party company that they're working with. I think it was called like 50, uh, 505 Game. And it was something like they they basically released the wrong one and it will be fixed uh, shortly. So all, all of that will be fixed shortly. Um, I don't know how they didn't go into the, like, will everyone just, download an update or will you have to re-download everything i don't know but it's saying it's supposed to be fixed shortly so if you're wanting something like this uh and you're wanting 20 percent off now would be the time to go and get it so but i i have never heard of a uh, game getting released without the publisher's notice i thought that was yeah that was certainly an interesting situation and i don't I don't recall seeing anything ever be newsworthy like that. Like, someone released our game. I don't know how, but they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sybil says, uh, $5. Have a beer, Hops and Bruce, for being such a good sport. By the way, if you haven't looked at Discord, I would avoid looking at the Discord. I've been watching this. Have you? Okay, well, I... Okay. Uh, I got... Oh. 
Oh. So those are private photos. <laughs> like I sent you those privately. You asked for your collection. Is it past 10 yet? No. We'll, we'll talk about it in 19 minutes. Um, how dare you? And and Big Big Spoon, that wasn't that wasn't keen. That was two years ago. <laughs> no. Uh, um, that was that was that was uh, right out of high school. It's okay, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what happens when you post on on. Uh, Bite My so John, Discord. your video was a little crunchy. I went ahead and just put a, a really nice profile pic of you oh, up for, you for the remainder of the stream. Don't, you don't. You didn't do that. Did you? Didn't do that. Did you? Because <laughs> uh, my stream is a little bit behind what uh -huh. you're stating. You did. I already know you did it. What? You dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, fine. that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, look. Jeff's, Jeff's viewership just went up. All girls. That's amazing. All girls. Look at that. Hey, ladies. <laughs> I'm married now, but whatever. Cool. It's just a ring. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it comes off. It comes off. <laughs> um, on that uh, note, I think I'm ready for my last have, beer of the night. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, you know, I'm going to go get something. Oh, something. you bastard. <laughs> oh, you bastard. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he's going to get. He's going to get the needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many. Or the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I'm willing to bet that. I'll put two dollars down on it. I was. I was gonna get that. Three? I was, but but I was like, I need something with some more chutzpah. Ah, my headphones. A little chutzpah to it. There's chutzpah to it. So I'm gonna go chutzpah. Beaver Brewing Company. Okay. Their, their Boys and Lab series present dark chocolate peanut butter porter aged in bourbon. Oh. So it's a basically the needs of the many without the banana. Right. Let's say, add bourbon. Say you have my attention. <laughs> yes. So, um, and I know uh, I'm going to have Hops's attention with my next beer, too. Oh, I so. left my glass. Oh, I got to... Yes. <laughs> All right. Actually, I'll, this isn't a big beer. This is only like, so it's not a super big. But I had the whiskey version of this with Steve, and it just, the peanut literally just screams out of this beer. And it's a Tavor exclusive. Oh. Uh, the, traditional Actually, uh, John, the traditional John pour on that one I see too. Yeah, well, the the glass was dirty. My I left the glass, the clean glass I I put in the fridge. So, yep. um, anyway, uh, while well, you're uh, how is it? Oh. How is it? Well, I'm still on you. Yeah, that's that's just bourbon and peanut. Yeah, bourbon. You ever like um, you know those dark chocolate covered peanuts? Something uh -huh. like that. Oh yeah, and bourbon and bourbon. That's what this. I mean, that's a. It's a good smooth peanut. 
Uh, a lot of times you'll taste like, yeah, it kind of tastes peanut or it's overburnt. This is good. Everyone's making fun of me. <laughs> Even the new guy. <laughs> Drake says more like hops and screws, triple X beer reviews. <laughs> All right. You know what? I don't mind you making fun of me. You just better sub to me. That's all I care about. Go sub to Hops and Brews. If you're going to poke fun, the least you can do is watch a video or two. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, get the notifications there. He says I've been on the server. He says I've been on the server all of a half hour. Now I'm going to get kicked. (laughs) Oh, no, you're not going to get kicked. Not even close. (laughs) Welcome aboard. (laughs) Welcome aboard, Drake. Um, anyway, John, I know you're going to have feelings towards this next one, uh, because they don't can this one, but I happen to, I happen to have a can. It's right here. You better not say it's like Belgian underground or something. It's not a Belgian underground, but God, if I could get a hold of one, oh man, if I can get a secret army right now, I would kill someone. That's what I I would kill someone live on stream. (laughs) God, I want one of those. Um, no, this is a Santi Amp. Okay. Okay. This is not what? the Governor's Reserve because they can unbottle that. So wait, what don't they can? Because right now they're canning just about everything. Is that like You're... the Wee Heavy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good Prince thing. Prince Charles Wee Heavy. Uh, it's a Scottish strong ale. Uh, it is a 9.2% ABV, 25 IBU, 9.2%. Um, this is a good beer, and it is only ever available on draft. It is only because of the pandemic that they decided to go ahead and can it because they had a batch ready to go and no kegs to put it in. Um, so, uh, oh, God, you mean. Oh, yeah. John, you're not on stream right now. I don't know what happened, but uh, oh, God, this is a good beer. Just going to enjoy that pour a little bit. See if we can express some kind of a head out of it. Not much. It's carbonated, but a very loose head, and it's going to dissipate here in about uh, three seconds. John got so pissed off, he went ahead and left the stream. So, uh, Dura Sisters, why don't you come on back? (laughs) Oh, why don't I close that? uh... Oh, good. There's the... uh... Is John coming back? He might be coming back. Hold on, I got to get his backup image up uh, just in case. There we go. All right, everyone, Hops and Brews is still live with us. Uh, Don't mind the lack of audio. He's just so stunned at uh, the current news. Mm. Becky, be sure to include a can of that for me, too. Um, I did have to buy a four-pack of this. It was uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, I think I'm still live on YouTube. Am I right? Yes, I am still live on YouTube. So we are good. I don't know what happened to John. John's just gone. Uh, It's like honey and brown sugar for a sweetness. Um, Very, very malt heavy. Uh, 
what the heck? It's saying Jeff isn't there on my end. I think I might have to recall you or something. Who knows? Let me uh, let me go to that image there. And in fact, let's go ahead and turn off John's camera entirely. Sorry, a little bit of uh, there we go. A uh, little bit of technical difficulties. We're going to work out here. Hopefully, we can get John back. So I'm going to disconnect. John, if you can disconnect, it says you're still kind of connected. Um, I might have to restart Discord. And in fact, I'm going to go ahead and do that. There we go. Go. All right. And let's see if we can get Hops and Brews back. Yeah, I don't. There we are. There, wow. I hear you. I hear ah. you. Ah. There we go. All right. There we ah. go. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I see you and I'm connected. Yeah. No, it, I tried to. It kicked me off and said, you froze. No. Uh, what was funny is you were still connected in a call with me. Yeah. I, I so had to restart. I restarted Discord. And then it said, when I booted it back up, it said, you're still in a call with Hops and Brews. What's weird. <laughs> I, 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 rest I restarted. And because uh, it said I couldn't connect to you, yeah, that was weird. Okay, well, whatever. That was that was bizarre. Anyway, we're back. Anyways, I'm assuming you just made fun of me the whole entire time. I did, and I poured the wee heavy, and I put your your picture back up because yes. I didn't have an image uh, to to show next to me. So yes. Anyway, so yeah, I have to have a co-host. Yeah, <laughs> a picture of me is better than nothing, right? A very silent co-host in this case. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yep. There's a story behind that pic. <laughs> I, I don't want to know it. That was great. 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 <laughs> Novella Hub says, you don't have to be lonely, Jeff. Try Farmer's Only Knock. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be lonely. At bitch.com. <laughs> Anyways, um, anyway, actually, we got some some sports news, a little bit of sports and tech news. Oh, we can we can go with that. We can go. Um, with that. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you who are missing live sports, very much like myself. Yeah. Because I am I am a basketball junkie, and God, I miss me some playoff basketball right now. Um, there, there's hope in the future that we might eventually return to some semblance of normalcy, but there might be a new streaming service behind it. Yeah. Um, so Amazon. Sorry, I, I, I know I segued you mid-drink there, but I didn't have anything uh, else to say without I, ruining I, the segue. Uh, sorry. So Amazon just signed an exclusive NFL game deal. Now, this isn't going to be a whole season thing, but they do have an exclusive on a prime time game. And so we are going to miss. It's uh, the Thursday it? night game. It's the Thursday it's a, night game. Actually, it's a Saturday night game. So it's the, the first. Oh, really? Year, yeah. So the first year. So that is closer to the end of the season um, is the Saturday. night. They say it's at the prime second time. It, yeah. Which means competing with college football. And, you know, they're going to put the Browns at the Jets. Like, you know that's what's going to happen. John, dang it. 
What the heck? This is either Discord or John, because it's not me, because I'm not dropping frames. Um, I have dropped... I have been live for one hour, 52 minutes. I have dropped zero frames, according to OBS. All of them have been received by YouTube. So don't put this evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Um, but I think we're going to go ahead and have to kill that and hopefully get it back later. Anyway, um, yeah, so Saturday night game. And uh, they will be competing against college football. I don't see this as a real huge business deal as far as uh, as that goes. Um, is Hops calling me again? He said, said he joined the call. Hold on. There we go. All right, I'm giving you one more chance here. So, so I switched my camera. So I'm going to try... Uh... Your audio's dead. It just cut out. I had you for about a second and a half, and then you died. He's working on it. He's working on it. Hashtag blame Discord. I, I'm in the, the League of Blaming Discord, and at this point I might have to switch over to Zoom. Um, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I can see you talking. I can't hear a thing. I don't know if you can hear me. Okay, yeah, he's not in his head. He can hear me, at the very least. So, do you understand the word that's coming out of my okay. Ah, uh, this is great. Uh, why can't Saturday Night Live have problems like this? Like, I was beating most of the, the late night talk shows and whatnot as far as, you know, remote video quality goes. And, and I mean, look at that. That's like image right there on the screen i i put some real production value into that elf mars too um but uh you know like jimmy kimmel i'm beating the heck out of him uh you know seth myers god turn your cell phone around the rear camera is three times better you don't have to see what you're filming if it if you put it out in front of you you're going to be fine they can fix that in post um but uh yeah it's just really really funny but uh there we go Hold on. Do we have him? Do we have him? Maybe. I got a little spinny thing. That's all I see. There we go. My co-host, everyone. Um, talking heads with like 12 people on Zoom. We actually did that, that Zoom call. That was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know what is going on. Good Lord. Oh, I think it joined it in my browser. There, God. Ugh. Where is the, there it is, okay. Now I can leave that on, go there, okay. All right, I'm good, I'm good. I swear I'm good. I think it's because you were making fun of him. He just decided to leave because he was all, uh, all, all hurt it all your guys' comments. <laughs> I think Discord is having some major issues because all I'm getting is spinning here. Uh, so I may abort and see if we can get a Zoom call up and running. Um, let me see if I can do that.
go. And personal meeting, new meeting. Right, for audio. Hmm. We'll see if we can get him back here. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. Bear with me. Live troubleshooting. It's always fun. Uh, anyway, we need the Simpsons technical difficulties image. Yeah, no, I actually preferred like the American Dad one where uh, uh, Roger fell out of the attic and he's like got a bottle and he's doing this number. Like I prefer that one. Um, the CIA has joined your Zoom call. <laughs> okay, admit. Do we have him? Do we have him? We may have him. Hold on. All right. Uh, I, I see you there. All right. I can hear you. All right. Uh, so bottom left, you've got a video option. Hey, I've got you. Yes. There we go. I have you. Yes. You wouldn't pick up when I tried calling you on Discord. I, I picked up multiple times. Oh. It wasn't answering. I that's I blame Discord. Yeah, I totally blame Discord. Anyway, hey, look at that. We're back up. We're on Zoom, and your camera quality is beautiful. So this is way. Discord. It's not my fault. I've been I've, right. been I've been prepping the whole time. God, that's that's what I said. That's what I that's what I said too. Anyway, we're on Zoom now. Okay. Um, I think everyone can hear you. I see the little bar moving. So All I think right. we're good. All right. I think All we're right. good. So, We've lost like five. So for me, 10, use 12 Zoom, minutes. Uh, everyone else, you can use Discord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Hops and Bruce is going to join my my Discord <laughs> or my uh, my Zoom meetings from now on. <laughs> hey, there we go. I look good. All right. Okay. Uh, I don't. I didn't hear what you said. I assume you went through the whole article. I, I was just kind of rambling. Yeah, we can move on to the next. All right. Because it wasn't much. It was just yeah. NFL is going to get one game. For the next three years on Amazon, yeah. Amazon stream, the first one will Ooh, be a, a Saturday me. night, Goodness. Uh, second end of end of the season, and that's basically it. But it's going to be streamed on Amazon and Twitch. Yeah, that's you know whatever. But the uh, second, uh, oh, I need a I need a dump button or something. Th thank you, Rona. Uh, the yeah. the last one, the last one I found, uh, just just hilarious and heartwarming at the same time. This is time. so great. It was so this great. This is so great. So, so NASCAR drivers have been kind of doing like um, uh, iNASCAR and a bunch of digital racing for they, a while. They've been playing iRacing leagues and they've been actually broadcasting this on Fox Sports Racing. Mm -hmm. Like this is a big deal. Um, and I don't know, I don't think they're racing for money. It's not going for, for points. It's more like bragging rights at the moment just to give entertainment. Yeah, but but this is a big deal. Like and, this is a, a big stage, and they're set up. They they have a legit setup. I mean, it's not it's not VR, but it, it's that three screen. It's a triple sixty inch screen with a full motion roll cage yeah. and everything. Like it's a it's a legit legit setup. And so and I I don't I, are you a NASCAR 
follower at all? I'm not a NASCAR guy. I'm I'm more of a Formula One. You know, uh, I I like circuit racing, not okay. necessarily oval track. So uh, a dri- I'm not a, I'm not either. So uh, yeah, both. I'm just not a racing fan. But a driver named Danny Hamill, who apparently won, so it was a per- pretty famous NASCAR driver. Yes, I I, I actually do know that name. So okay, so you've got me there. Uh, his his he was in a race recently within a, a, a couple days ago and he was he actually kind of climbed back up the ladder because he lost the qualification and was on the top 10 list and was on the middle of a run and his seven-year-old daughter ran up to him trying to ask him a question and had the remote for the tv he was on and turned him the tv he was on in the middle of a lap in the middle of a lap and she runs out and she was like was that me? It was it was the most precious and hilarious thing um, ever. It was so adorable. <laughs> it really was. Because, you know, I've, I've had my daughters run in here. I've had both of them run in at various points. And I've had all three of my animals run in at various points and, and whatnot. And and it's it's precious when they when they run in and they interrupt, especially my two year old and, and like my my dogs right now, because it's like they didn't know any better. And they're just like, I'm so happy to see you right now. Yeah. But but a seven year old runs up onto his left side and she has the, the a TV remote in her hand. I don't think it was the remote for that TV, but it happened to be a Samsung TV remote. And most in brand TV remotes, even if they don't share similar functions, the power signal is the same. Yeah, I think the frequency is the same. Yeah. Thus, the the TV be gone and, and all the different projects that you can put together with microcontrollers and whatnot to like turn off all the mall TVs yeah. at the same time. I, I'm betting I'm betting the setup was probably given to him by like NASCAR yes. sponsors. I'd be like, everyone has the same one. Here it is. And he probably just had a TV that was the yep. same brand. And the daughter was probably watching shows. She probably had a Samsung in the living room, had a problem. Hey, dad, how do I get onto Disney Plus? Exactly. And ran in with the remote and turned off his main screen. The two others stayed on. So his yeah. outside screen stayed on, but his main center <laughs> screen blanked. It, it, there's, so he afterwards, right away afterwards, went onto Twitter, posted a video, uh, of course, holding a Coca-Cola, his sponsor. But yeah. it's great. His wife has a hand a, a camera. Uh, from her cell phone, uh, what's going on, and it just captured the moment perfectly. I, I highly recommend doing this. And I guess though that if you scroll down in the article, this isn't the first time his daughter's done something like this. Right. So I guess he was about a month ago, like when the whole thing started, the whole pandemic and stay at home thing started. Uh, he is sponsored by Coke. So when they're like doing a live, he was like, "Hey, hey, babe, are you know, honey, can you can you go hand daddy that Coke?" And she handed him like a shook up one and yeah. he was driving and it just starts spilling all over. So he's driving with one hand and he's like, Oh, I need you to take this quick. Yeah, take, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it's just quite, quite hilarious and, and funny and, um, and and the stuff that only the pandemic could bring because yeah. ordinarily this would not be news and an iRacing league god bless them i love iRacing i love the sim racing community in general but this would not make people magazine no this would this wouldn't do anything i mean this would be like his hobby of like oh yeah i love doing this and and the people he races against is are nobodies you know right. honestly but no he's racing against other nascar other stars. nascar drivers right yeah exactly so essentially this is your nascar or whatever you know and, and so the fact that his 7 year old daughter made him lose that circuit 
is just hilarious. But the, the funniest thing about this is he actually went on to Twitter afterwards and did a full post-race uh, interview as he normally would for like, yeah, the car was running pretty good that day. You know, we had the, you know, it was running a little warm, but we got it under control. My pit crew is absolutely fantastic. They're the best in the world. I, I, I'm honored to work with them. Uh, you know, thanks to my, my sponsors, Coca-Cola and whatnot and whatnot, blah, 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 and, and whatnot. And he, and he goes, earlier in the day, someone put someone else into the wall and rubbed a little bit. And uh, uh, later on in the race, they, they clipped me a little bit, but we kind of kept the car under control and kept it on moving. And uh, and, and we got her done. And, and that was, a, that was a, a good thing to get through but uh man my seven-year-old ran in the room and she happened to have a remote control in her hand and turned off the view screen and man that was it and i we we just couldn't come come to the finish line you know it, yeah. it really disappointing <laughs> but you know he did the whole bit just absolutely perfect yeah that was great <laughs> uh we have bite my bits asking for a virtual boop on hop my bruise or hop, hops and bruise hop my, hop my hop, bruise hop my bruise yeah i was like what how are you gonna do like wait Craft boop, hops and brews. Wait, wait! I only see big, big spoon. Yeah, big, big spoon. Oh, oh I said you said boop. you said you said bite my bits. No, I, I I said I said hop my brews because I think a big, big spoon is like an other Discord guy. Like, like <laughs> I, I know he gives me money, but his heart is somewhere else. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I think his heart's here, but it's like I think I think he's I don't know. It's pretty hard. I I honestly think he's like 50, 50. I think he's he's I actually forty five fifty five. He's close to being torn he's leaning this way i, I think he I leans think he this. is i I think, I, is. I think if you just did like i think he's got a bit of a left slant to him you know i think if you just uh did a, like maybe one wacky video every other month he he would do something he'd like lean toward you now you'd be the 55 hashtag hot my bits <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh i tried doing something like that it, it didn't get good uh good good well john back when we were dating <laughs> oh is it past ten? oh it's past 10 great we can talk about this <laughs> all right so yeah back in 07 <laughs> <laughs> we've first, been friends a long time when i first met jeff <laughs> hold on <laughs> let me set the mood here <laughs> click hit the, li hit the, get light. the light and, get the light and just right <laughs> The two of us met in the candlelight area. Me, a blonde-haired, long-haired, masculine man. Jeff, a computer genius. Yes. We met in a club down in Old Soho. <laughs> Me, smoking a pipe. Him, having a scotch. Neat. With a side of Coca-Cola. C-O-L-A. Cola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all in Zap Brannigan's voice. Yes, that's exactly who I was chanting <laughs> there. So, is no one going to compliment my NASCAR post-game interview? Like, seriously, I thought that was spot on. That was pretty good. I, I that was better than what I would have done. You, it was just enough hick and and like uh, Ricky Bobby. I can put just enough twang on it to make it very it, believable. It was just enough twang, uh, and Ricky Bobby has to be like, oh, it's that NASCAR driver. Yeah. I, I don't know what to do with my, my hands. My hands. <laughs> it was a good race. Uh, yeah, all of our pit crew was great. <laughs> Scotch Neat would be my Earl Grey hot. 
You missed an opportunity there. <laughs> we drank champagne and it tastes just like Earl Grey. Right. Well, uh, that is that is all of our news for the day. That's it. That's um, it. And we we hit ten o'clock thanks to technical difficulties. Uh, I I we would have been on time, but again, hops and brews screwed us over. Uh, no, I I made us on time. We <laughs> ended at ten o'clock, so technically we're done. Uh, John, you want to reread the last messages I sent you before we started? <laughs> what did I? I already closed Discord. You know, you know it's. <laughs> Wait, what are... <laughs> uh, let me scroll up and read the highlights. Uh, so, missed call by, by Craft Computing. Missed call by Craft Computing. Ground control to Major John. We start in six minutes. Come in, John. Lieutenant, do you have him? And then finally, uh, you answered at... Uh, Three minutes. 9.54. At, at 7.57. Yeah, yeah, no, that's there. when I first started sending the messages. Oh, yeah. 7.57, you finally answered... And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was on time. It, well, what's the difference? <laughs> right? That's really good spot. Just like me, right? Driving in, coming in, be like, Jeff, hit the go. Hit Sir, the go. we have him. <laughs> we hit the go. I've been telling you, just make sure to hit go at eight o'clock. I will be there. Don't worry about me. Me turning to Lieutenant Hawk. Well, warp one, engage. That's a first contact reference if you didn't catch it. <laughs> all right um what do you want to do for the rest of the stream you want to just i'm quite enjoying this scotch strong ale. oh i thought you were gonna say so i know i i do like my the this is a bourbon peanut butter porter i do i will say though i will probably bet i think yours is a higher abv than mine nine two. Oh yeah this is this is only like seven five S yeah but very well balanced flavors, so yeah. I, I, I'm really enjoying that. If you do like peanut, um, I know Becky really likes that. Becky, this is so this peanut is better than that um, peanut butter porter you sent me. I know she uh, messaged earlier in the chat and tagged me, and uh, I kind of missed it because of technical difficulties. Um, she said try to send her some. Um, this is really good. Uh, I want to say even better than that peanut butter porter. The um, God, what was that brewery? Uh, she's goat something, cow. I forget. Anyway, um, I just wanted to mention it. So just give her a shout out. <laughs> oh, the comments never stopped in Discord. John, live from Cardassia. Yeah, yep. Everyone makes it'd be, fun of me. It'd be Cardassia Prime, by the way. It'd be Cardassia Prime. That's the inhabited one. Well, technically, though, at the end of DS9, I think the they the rebels yell for Cardassia. They don't yell for Cardassia Prime. They say Cardassia, but if if I'm referencing it, it's likely Cardassia Prime. If I'm entering a course, I'm flying to Cardassia Prime, not the Cardassian system. I want to go to Cardassia. I want right. to go to Cardassia, but the card then there's Cardassia Prime. Within the Cardass, I think you would right. only say, okay, so I would say that if you're heading you, to... You could say, enter a course for Earth, or enter a course, a course for Sol 3. Yes. That is technically Earth, right. I don't know, was it Sol 3? I thought it was something else. Um, or Sol um, 3, because we're the Sol system, and, and we third, are the third, third planet. planet. Yeah, but right. no, uh, in 
again, not our personal favorite, but Enterprise, I believe they reference Earth as something else. Well, they're wrong. I think, I think, anyways. Um, I, Mars is Sol 4. No, no, no. But, but, but all I'm, the planets have names, and so, I'm sure all so, the Cardassian yeah, but, planets have names. Yeah, I, I just, but so, so, yeah, Cardassian Prime. But I think you could probably say, enter a course to Cardassia, not Cardassian space. And if you said Cardassia... In, in DS9, when they were heading there, they said, enter a course to Cardassia Prime. They did. I, I bet there's a, probably enough More episode. often than not, it was Cardassia Prime. But that doesn't mean that they didn't say Cardassia. They, they've referenced Cardassia in a number of conversations. Now, now what did Gal Dukat... The, so the, the episode where Gal Dukat is taking Cisco... Uh, no, that's that's the Klingon homework. That is Kronos. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm betting... The, Just like Kronos, you could say Kronos. Because that's the name the, of the, the planet. planet. Yes, but I okay. So I don't remember though any Cardassian saying Cardassian. You know our planet's name means dirt, right? Yeah, uh, I don't remember any Cardassian saying referencing when they're entering a coordinates of stating go to Cardassia Prime. I do remember them stating Cardassia Prime as a location. Yes. In while they're in, uh, you know, DS Nine or what? How do they call it? Um, Kovat Nor or uh, Terak Nor. Terak Nor. Terak Nor. Yeah, Terak Nor. Well, Kovak, not Kovak Nor was not the second one. I forget what the second Kovac. one was. Kovak. I, I, I'm getting Klingon and, and it was something Nor. And what was the yeah. what was the abandoned one that was sideways? Uh Shalot Nor? Shirok Nor? Shirok Yeah, because there's Terak Nor. Terak Nor is DS9. Is DS9, right. And then there was the sister version. That they had to go take that plasma yeah. coil and then Quark's mother exchange. Um, You're wearing clothes? Yeah. <laughs> Better? Yes, actually. Freaking yep. wrong. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I, yeah. There, there are some really good characters in DS9. Yes. Uh, Weird. There's characters in DS9 that evolve and live and grow. Yeah. Well, the, what's so funny though? They're not the main outside character. of Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Well, Wesley, Wesley Crusher was just a punching bag, and and it was really just they only had the five what, five six main characters in in yeah. TNG, and DS9 though that they had the opportunity because it was a space station. And by the way, I have to point out. See how we get into Star Trek after talk. This is how it is. It's bullcrap like this. It Sorry. literally just it, it, flows it is, it is past in. past 10. I have to say bullcrap. But uh, yeah, it literally just flows into a conversation. Um, by the way, big, big... Empoknor. Empoknor. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, you yeah. Uh, Big, big spoon. Hops after party. Also, what beers are dairy-free? Oh, so, okay. So, big, big spoon. No after party tonight. Uh, did that once. That was when I wasn't on and regretted that the next day. <laughs> Although it was, I was so hungover. That was that was a great night. I enjoyed it. Probably won't do it again. Um, I just kind of wanted to test out live streaming. Um, I'm 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 thinking about doing a live stream, uh, more like on a Saturday every other week, something like that. Maybe talk about the other alcoholic news that we, the smaller stuff that we kind of pass on this show because we try to hit more of the bigger scope, fun, entertaining ones. 
But as far as dairy-free beer, 90% of most beers are dairy-free. Unless you see a lactose beer, lactose sugar added beer, uh, milk stout, those are the ones that have dairy in them. They're, and they're dairy sugars. It's not necessarily dairy. It's just dairy sugars. It's lactose. Well, well, well lactose, but lactose is a, is a dairy. And so yeah. you do need to avoid that. A lot of New England IPAs will add lactose. And so I would stay away from a good chunk of hazy IPAs because a lot of those have lactose added. Um, so so the, the easy way to tell the difference is a, a, a good rule of thumb. It'll say milkshake versus new england and so if that, it says, that yes yeah totally. so, so if it says milkshake ipa milkshake is a high definition of hey we added lactose that gives you that creaminess now jeff's point there are some that do still state new england and you have to you might want to read the description to say right hey. there, there's no definition or or specification for what a hazy is other than and- unfiltered Right. It's it's unfiltered, but it could be a lactose. And a lot of the way the hazies get hazy is they add lactose. They add lactose. They may or may not disclose that. Yes, exactly. So, uh, so, um, so. Uh, my, myself, I have a whey allergy. I, I'm, a, I'm allergic to whey protein. Yeah. And so uh, I, I get hives and it's, it's, it's a nasty business. So I, I try to stay away from it in general, but at the same time, I still drink hazy IPAs and I still drink milk stouts and I still eat ice cream. Because YOLO, right? Right. Uh, well, I mean, and, so. and, and again, too, they usually don't... I'll pay have... for it the next day. I'm not saying I don't. Exactly. But there's not, even in beer, there's not like a large exuberant amount of it in it. But there's probably enough to affect a lot of people that are lactose intolerant. But it probably won't be the exact same of having cheese or, or right. you know, milk. But there is right. that sugar, you know. In the, so, for example, a, a five-gallon batch... And would probably only have one pound. Right. So uh, you think when they do a 5,000 gallon batch, they probably only have 500 pounds. Yeah. So there, there's probably only 1% is probably lactose. Right. So. And, but, uh, but at the same token, I, I, I can eat ice cream and I can eat cheese and I can, I can't drink like straight milk. I can't like have a glass, an eight ounce glass of milk and be fine. That's, that's, that spells disaster for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I can have things with with some some level of whey in them. Uh, the problem is, uh, I I went and had a what is that that shake company? The there's a there's a protein shake or not a protein shake? Oh, oh um, but it's like um um the like the breakfast shakes. The power not, shakes? Not the, not the breakfast shake. They, they, they do a lot of like strawberry puree drinks uh, and and stuff like that. You can get them at Fry's. You can get them at... Um... Anyway, I picked yeah. up one one day that was a protein shake. And I just went, oh, protein shake. Awesome. And I didn't even think about it. And uh, and it was... The protein was whey protein is what oh, they yeah. added to it. And that dropped me like you wouldn't believe. As far as like stomach cramps and intestinal discomfort and, and oh yeah, those else. those try to purposely have a lot too. The the yeah. premier protein there is yeah there yeah there's there's quite a few like workout supplement and then they also make them pretty mainstream. Uh, the right. Odwala. Oh, Odwala. Odwala. Thank you. 
No. Yeah, Odd, Oddwalla. I Oddwalla. picked up an Oddwalla just protein breakfast shake one morning, and yeah. it's like, oh, protein, awesome. Most of them use soy. Yeah. And and I went, oh, perfect, soy. You know, like great. Nope. Because uh, <laughs> I've I've done that myself. You know, I've I've done some fasting diets, and I've done some other things like that. Where um I've I've um, I also have peptic ulcers where I have to control them occasionally, and sometimes I will have liquid diets. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was, tr- I was trying to milk you. <laughs> you finally read the comment. Uh, yeah, finally learning more about craft computing than you ever wanted to know. Yeah, uh, I, I have a, a, a significant amount of, of intestinal issues. How's, how's that? Yes. Um, but uh, part of that is occasionally I will go on just a pure liquid diet where I, I will just do like berry smoothies with some added soy protein to them. And that's how I live for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, just I- to not stress my stomach too much oh yeah I, i've um, actually I, I did that for like uh a year or two once or for like right. like for, for a strain of summer i was like oh yeah. all, all of breakfast is going to be just breakfast and lunch is pure liquid liquid totally. shakes with yeah d- during the summer that's usually how i i i, I eat breakfast like dur- during the winter time it's it's eggs omelets a little bit of cheese you know kind of thing usually towards the summertime i'll start going towards more like a protein shake in the morning Fruit, um, fruits are very uh, easily available, fresh around right. here. So that's why. Yeah, and and so it's it's easier to get fresh fruit and make a really good smoothie out of yeah. it. Yeah, civil. Um, no, there's no milk in dragon's milk. There's no milk in dragon's milk. No, right. It, that that one's just a name. That's just a name. Yeah. Um, now you can't uh, you you can get a creamy effect from beer without uh, uh, lactose sugars. There is nitro. You can get a creamy effect from nitro. So if you ever have a nitro beer doesn't necessarily mean there's cream in it. Uh, it just has a creamy effect because the bubbles are smaller. Um, also, vanilla. Vanilla can add a creamy lactose uh, taste to it. Be like, oh, this tastes very sweet. If they did it right, doesn't necessarily mean there's lactose in it. Right. 90% of the time, most companies do state, hey, me- if you see milk stout, milkshake IPA, um, lactose, they will state the ingredients somewhere on the can. 90% of the time, there are some smaller brands that don't because wherever the state they're in, possibly the rules uh, of their liquor right. license don't uh, require them to say that. Right. Um, I, I will say uh, I am very used to reading labels on food, uh, not only because of my own allergy, but uh, my wife is a celiac. She has uh, uh what became to be known as gluten intolerance, but she has actually the autoimmune function of gluten intolerance, which is celiac disease, um, which means any wheat, barley, or rye product, which means basically all the things that we as alcohol-loving folks love near and dear, she can't have. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's All of it. Wheat, barley, rye. Those are my three favorite words, and she can't have any of it. Um, and as the doctor that, uh, rec- that uh, diagnosed her with it she said, if this was, I'm not saying it is, but if this was a 1 to 10 scale on an allergy scale, you scored a 42. Yeah. Um, literal crumbs uh, uh, will contaminate our, our kitchen. So we have a very clean kitchen all the time. Uh, we have separate toasters. We have separate cupboards for, for various foods. And the only reason I'm still allowed a, a second cupboard is because uh, the eldest of my two daughters doesn't have celiac. Uh, my youngest, we suspect, actually does. Oh. Um, 
And so, yeah, we're already completely gluten-free for my, my youngest daughter. Um, and, uh, civil bro, can you take lactate? No, because I am not allergic to lactose. I am not lactose intolerant. I am allergic to whey protein. It is a separate issue. Yeah. So um, Jeff would have problem with like more, a lot of the workout supplements, the whey proteins right, that they're talking, right. you know, um, lactate is a, a lactose inhibitor, uh, where it doesn't allow that, in, that amino acid to function. Uh, and it allows your body to process it. My issue is not the lactose with, within foods. It's actually the whey protein. It's, it's, a, it's a different form or a, a different function of your, of your digestive system. Um, and mine is uh, straight up an allergy, not an intolerance. Uh, and so it, it is a completely separate issue. Um, and I believe Big Big Spoon actually said he was also allergic to milk as well, which is likely a whey protein allergy. Um, so yeah, they, they are different, uh, ailments. Although most of the time I look for dairy free things if I'm trying to go for, you know, trying to be strict by it, yeah. but a lot of processed things like cheese, I can have a lot of cheese, especially if it's been melted. I can have, you know, dairy that's been mixed into things. If it's been baked, I can have baked goods with, with milk in them because the whey protein is broken down into a form that I can digest. Yeah. Um, the, the problem is drinking straight milk or drinking concentrated whey protein. Um, and like I said, I can have like a cup of ice cream at a time, like literally like a cup, maybe a cup and a half, but that's, that's about my limit. Um, and it really doesn't affect me that much. Um, I'll have some intestinal distress, but it's not anything more than a trip to the local Mexican restaurant. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, um, oh, so it, that, it's nothing that, to write home about. That one, that one couple minute trip I had to go spend in the bathroom. Yeah, it's kind of worth it. Yeah, worth it. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. Yeah, I, I, I have, I have a chimichanga the size of my forearm about once a week from my favorite local Mexican place, and uh, and I'll have ice cream about once a week, and it's the same result. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So... It's like you, after so many years, you're like, look, I know the dangers, and I'm fine with it. Honestly, my body's kind of almost adjusted to the discomfort level. Of right. like, look, I know I'm going to do this, but the level of enjoyment I'm going to have outweighs the level of discomfort i'm gonna have and if i eat it at this time i know my family's gonna be away so i'm just gonna go and spend the time in the bathroom and you know i'm just gonna take my switch or cell phone in there and i'm just gonna enjoy a couple I, minutes i have a buddy i have a butterscotch butterscotch gotcha. dilly bar in the fridge and i can't wait to have it yeah so <laughs> i'm going to have it no i i mean there there are certain foods that do similar things i don't have an allergy to to dairy but there are just you know in general foods a lot a lot of cheese blocks a lot of people and so i don't eat pizza too much but i love pizza honestly pizza is probably like top three foods for me and and if i could I had I'd have pizza a, tonight yeah you know i i had pizza uh, uh sunday and monday so it was just like you know and then one of them had extra cheese on it um so um, I, I love it. I, I want to go get because a lot of the pizza places around us right now are having deals on pizza. Like, come, come get our pizza. I'm like, I so want that. And I love Italian pasta, creamy cheese stuff. You know, I love that type of thing. And uh, my wife like hates noodles essentially. And so I'm just like, carbs. So. Right. Uh, so, uh, so Reverend says he would love a chimichanga the size of his arm. Seriously, the chimichanga that I eat is about this big. Like, yeah, not even kidding. 
and, and in fact, I think I have a picture I can probably find on my phone of a chimichanga, literally about the size of my forearm. It's and probably weighs about the same amount too. I I will say Oregon. Oregon has phenomenal uh, Mexican Spanish food, and, and it's not even just my town <sighs> where I live. It is throughout probably the Willamette Valley, Multnomah yep. County, yep. Um, greater Eugene to Portland area. Yeah. Phenomenal Mexican Mexican food. And it's actually not even like the big fancy restaurants. It's the nope. little, little, it's the fam- little hole in the, it's holes the, little in the hole in the walls that the family, like, I got, they, they, you know, immigrated from Mexico, and it's like this is my grandmother's recipe, my great grandmother's recipe. And That's I, the place I, that I eat. You know, yeah. And oh my god, there there are places in my town that. Oh, and by eat. the way, that chimichanga is like six bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff knows places in my town that are like, that's a place to go. And there are carts in Portland, and, and again in my town, there are food carts that are just like, that's a place to go. Trust me, mm-hmm. six seven dollars, you're getting plates like this food burritos that are this thick wrapped and everything is fresh it's not like uh, baja fresh where you're gonna get e coli no no no. this is fresh rat meat yeah even baja fresh is pretty good i love their americano tacos but (laughs) but at the same time i can get so much better food i there there are six different places in your town and probably three in mine that I can get street tacos for a dollar a piece. Oh yeah, that will blow your mind. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You didn't get my rat meat reference, did you? I. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so four places in your town and three in. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with the rat and dog? I mean, uh, President like... Obama on his presidential campaign actually stopped by John and mine at the Times Town and ate at one of the the me- the, re- the Mexican restaurants there. Yeah, uh, because it is kind of a famous restaurant for Oregon. So. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And um, um, there, there was there's a restaurant in my town currently now was previously Jefftown, but in my town voted number one Mexican restaurant in all of Oregon. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, my, and I think I I eat normally at the number four. Yeah. So it's, so, it's like so, not that far off. So. Um, uh, yeah, my my particular town is heavy Hispanic, but the best part is if you love that type of food, it's so great. It's so it, and I I do I really do like that type of food. I, I probably I probably go out there at least once a week. Uh, Friar Duck points out. Don't get me started on the street tacos in Chula Vista down in San Diego. I've eaten there. That's the only place I've ever been that compares. Yeah, you know, it's down in San Diego. My so yeah, yeah. But to be fair, you're also eight miles from the border. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, my brother lives in. Studios. We're twelve hundred. Yeah. So you, you gotta you gotta comprehend that. But at the same time, I think I I would put our soil and ingredients versus San Diego. Yes. So that's the thing. I think right. our soil and produce is way better than what you would ever get in San Diego. So if you have those, and I will second that with our beer quality versus San Diego as oh, well. Oh yeah. Um, so the thing is, I those are most of the stands and restaurants they don't serve that great of beer, so you usually have to take them home, and and you get it. But um, the the hot sauce, the 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 quality of food you get here for the Mexican style, Spanish style. But that's that's pretty much it. Any other style here in Oregon isn't really that great. 
I mean, it, it's good, but it's not great. Mexican food, though, if you want to get Spanish Mexican food, Oregon is a fantastic place. It, it does compare to Southern California, I yes. think. Um, I, I think it's right up there of like, hey, you're right close to the border. We have a huge Hispanic culture here in Oregon. I think, mm. and especially in my particular town, it's 50%, 50% that 40% Russian, 10% other. So yeah. if you're looking for that big diverse culture, because there's actually even a couple of really good Russian areas, which that's what I am. Yeah. If you love that type of stuff with the meat, cabbage, uh, baked goods, they got some really good stuff here too. Not as many, but still, there's some really good diamonds in the rough. And we take a couple people and like, hey, try this. And they're like, this is good. Yes. Um, um, so yeah. There, there are there are only like three chain restaurants yeah. in the town outside of like your McDonald's, Burger King, and Taco Bell. But uh, I think there's a Red Robin and there's a couple other things, but that's it. And everything else everything is like, else little, like, is mom, like and mom and pop hole in the wall or just literal uh cart uh taco wagon yeah taco you know, and then taco, the taco wagons are fantastic oh, and, and and they battle each other i will say they battle each other it's a competition and it they is. know it yeah no they they they, they try it. it's it's fantastic yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right uh what's going on what do we got, got uh, it's about 10 35 yeah does John's I don't so novella hub I do not speak Russian Steve used to speak a little Russian yeah um I had a couple brothers and sister they went to Russia for a couple months they spoke a little Russian but over time it just kind of dwindled out I am a immigrant actually of a hundred percent both Russian great-grandparents grandparents and so far so as, as pure as my blood could be it is as pure as technical could bleed you know and then you married the whitest girl i know and then i married and then i married an irish girl <laughs> yeah <Yep>. so whatever <laughs> I, I i did get offers if i did i will then this is no lie if i married a russian girl my my wedding and house and a potential job would have been given to me yes but i also would have had to denounce my family but all of that would have been given to me in, in the Russian community. The Russian community, it's a, it's a strong community. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. But, uh, but no, John's wife, I, I love her to death. She, oh, she, she's she, fantastic. Uh, you, she you, is something else. You, 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 oh, and, and she's fantastic. I've had so many people like... Uh, Christmas. Christmas. That's all I need to say. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah Christmas is fun. Uh, if, if you... Do you just when care, isn't Christmas... If you just give her like, cause, okay, well, let me put this. She, she's a, she's a, a smaller, smaller girl. If you give her like one glass of wine, she's just like, let's have some. No, she's not like listening, but she's just like, let's have, that's when she like, let's lose. Party. Like, yeah. Right. She's just like, let's have fun. And she'll throw the jokes down with everyone. And it, the community that Jeff and I am, our friends we're like yeah we all joke with each other and, and it's yeah. fun so we don't really take offense to anything and similar with our wife we don't take offense when they're having fun and they're they're, they're throwing jokes at our expense and we throw jokes at their expense and yep. it, it, it's nothing personal and there's nothing dark it's playful and everything like that. so oh there goes my phone my phone just dropped because of the vibration anyways I, I i will say john's wife wears all of the pants in that family 
John. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture where I, where I have at least. I painted some, a picture of uh, we uh, can uh, say the jokes. Of some masculinity. And no one's offended. Right, I'm, John? I'm trying to right, paint John? a picture of some masculinity I have left. I need at least 30%. Give me that. <laughs> I need 30%, Jeff. 27 tops. I need 33.33. I need a How many third. years has it been? How many years has it been? I don't even remember. Uh, right. less, less than yours. It's like 12. Yeah. So I don't remember. I, I it erodes away every year. It, it, I swear. It, it does. I, I stopped counting at one. So I was like, yeah, you're my wife. Send your wife all of my apologies for this stream. She doesn't watch your channel. She doesn't watch my channel. And she's always like, oh, you're good. My wife my... doesn't watch my channel. She's My wife's always like, you're good at YouTube, right? And streaming stuff. I'm like, I have you never seen my show? <laughs> so how do you know? Right? I, just, I just, My wife has no idea what I do in my I, office for six <laughs> hours today. She has no I, clue. I sign in as her and then go into my page and be like, oh yes, watch my channel. Like, I, yeah, like, I, like comment, everything. I did that one time. She's like, never comment on my page on your show ever again. Never do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be associated. I will, with yeah, that. exactly. I, like, I will not be. You can take my views, but never use my comments. See, see will... the previous pants comment. <laughs> I love your wife, and I apologize. Uh, yeah, no, she's she's awesome. Um, anyway, that's a perfect place. Yeah, that's show. a great to end this. So. It, it's 10:38. Thank you guys so much for watching episode 130 30. here on Talking Heads. Make sure to subscribe to Talk. The, Good lord. I'm Hops and brews, channel. me, me. Hops and brews. Yeah. Make sure to subscribe to Hops and Brews over there on uh what is that? My YouTube. right, it's your called, left. It's called YouTube. On YouTube. Yes. Oh. Uh make sure to subscribe to Hops and Brews over on YouTube. Link is down in the video description below. If you like the beer content on the, that's on this show, you will like his channel even more. Yeah. Uh he covers it in depth and uh with uh about I the same acumen that I could, but uh but he actually films it. Wait, it's past 10, right? All right. Fast down. It's fast down. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Craft Computing. Make sure to follow John on Twitter at Hops and Brews. We and keep up with both yep. keep up with both of our daily shenanigans. And That's there right. are plenty to go around. Plenty. I constantly talk about Jeff on my Twitter, so it's fine. Because that's the only big name he knows. Pretty much. Uh, yep. well, no, no, it's not the only big name I know. It's, I know other big names. They just never talk to me. They just never respond. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, buy my bits and big, big spoon and, and, and you know, all the other ones. No one. No. They don't care. They don't, they care. don't care. One day they will, and they will pay. They will know this <laughs> they will know. suffer. And they will reign the wrath of the thunder god. What? Huh? Yeah. Make sure to subscribe to Craft Computing on your way down there to the video description. Check out my Amazon affiliate links down there as well. If you're looking at picking up anything during this quarantine time, I would certainly appreciate any views over on that page. It has a lot of things that I recommend that you pick up as well as anything that you would like to pick up on Amazon as In well. In general, yeah. Uh, and it really does help literally keep the lights on on this channel. 
Uh, make sure to join the Patreon if you think about financially donating to the channel. It's a great way to do that, and you get exclusive access to the Discord server. Chat with myself and the other hosts from Talking Cats if you deem them worthy. You know, you can just ignore John's comments, but Steve and Rhett are both great people to talk to, and they're on pretty much 24 hours a day. I'm on, and I will pesterize you if you don't respond to me. He will. I will. I've seen him do it. It's I've not, done it it's multiple not times. <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching episode 130. I'm Jeff, he's John, and uh, as always, we'll see you next Wednesday here at 8 p.m. Pacific time for the latest in beer and tech news. See you guys later. later.